Welcome everybody to episode 197 of the China Show. Yes, and guess what? Today's episode mm-hmm. episode is called China to wreak chaos in USA. Attack plans uncovered. That probably sounds a little sensational, a little but it's bit not click, clickbait. Not at all. It's the truth. Can promise you, you're gonna get what you came for. Mm-hmm. Also, I wanted to bring up something. Uh, Winston yeah. just took a swig from his water bottle, mm-hmm. um, trying to beat the timer here, taking one last swig, and got something chunky. There, there was something in there. <laughs> what? We want to know, what do you think it is? I'm a little concerned that a <laughs> creature found its way. It's so disgusting. Mm. I feel like it was like an earwig or something. Well, whatever it is, it's down now, you know? It's like better in than out. It's so gross. <laughs> Nobody okay. wants to swallow a chunk. No, no, indeed. No. Anyway, we've got a lot to talk about. And we're going to start out with what's new, guys, which is where we talk about what's new specifically with regards to China. And man, man, do I have something for you. Man and woman. Is China in 2050? I love that grammar. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So uh, you see this come up every once in a while. Okay. And we've got a couple of these things during the show because we got something right at the end of the show that kind of matches up to this. Mm. But you get these propagandists go out there and they say, wow, China's so futuristic. And then they show something that's in China, right? As if it's some kind of mind-blowing, amazing future forward thing. Yes. So I think maybe we'll just play this and then we could talk about it. Okay, so let's play it. (laughs) Everyone's going nuts about what you just drank. Yo, who knows? Bottle slime. Yeah, who knows? Mold ball. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, let's get on with it. Here we go. China in 2050. You can have conversation with traffic lights and get the reply. And the traffic light will promptly show me all the toilets nearby. You can ask how is the weather, the nearest bus station, what's the time. She's a female and will reply in Chinese. It's cloudy today, the temperature is 18, the wind is level 3 and the air quality is good. Do you have these traffic lights in your country? Okay, okay, wait, before we even before we even comment about this, okay? Let's just play it one more time. And for those of you who have just arrived here, in this one city in China now, they're obviously doing this as a pilot or something. They've got these um, traffic lights. Super you mean this one time this, they this, do this in this one place this that one, will go away sorry, in they've one got, year? They've got this one traffic light <laughs> in this one city. Um, okay, let's let's look at this because, hey, China's in the future. Is in China 2050? Yes, yes, yes. Let's have look. conversation with traffic lights and get the reply. And the traffic light will promptly show me all the toilets nearby. You can ask how is the weather, the nearest bus station, what's the time. She's a female and will reply in Chinese. Cloudy today, the temperature is female. the wind is level 3 and the air quality is good. Do you have these traffic lights in your country? Do you See, have this traffic lights? Sounds, yeah, sounds like, yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind who that sounds like. Okay. <laughs> Doesn't it sound like <laughs> it, it? It sounds like it. It sounds like a certain so, South African. It certainly does. So, guys, here's the thing, okay? This is now Chinese propaganda, and it's put out there. See how it ends up? It's like, do you have this traffic lights in your country? In other words, like, is your country as advanced as China? You know, it's yeah, that whole, that's, like... that's the implication. Yeah, okay, but this just... Let's bear with me for a second. It's more like it's China in 1998. Yeah. Okay. Because as some of these comments over here said, I'll read some of them. Broto says, very useful. How would they know the weather otherwise? How are we living without this in the West? (laughs) I mean, you're you're standing outside at a traffic light and you're asking about the weather. Yeah. Okay. Why don't they just use their phones? Another person chimes in. (laughs) 
<laughs> Isn't that what a phone is for? Sorry, but like, yeah. you're outside. You're already in the weather. Usually, you check the weather before you leave your house mm-hmm. or your apartment because you'd like to know how to dress. You're already in it. Yeah. You now you're you look like a dumbass talking to a traffic light. Yeah. In the the only one that exists. Yeah, there's probably. only one. <laughs> and it's replying back to you. And by the way, it's telling you the air quality is good because it's not allowed to say it's bad. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> and it, why don't you pull out your phone? That. That's the thing. Everybody in China has a smartphone. And the reason we can say this with confidence is you need a smartphone to survive in China. You have to make all your payments with smartphones these days. Your banking, your everything. So You can't not. Yeah, you can't not have a smartphone. So everyone has a smartphone already. If you wanted to check like where a toilet is, you'll check your maps on your phone. You will check the weather on your phone. Like someone else said over here, these machines will be broken down within a couple of years, probably less. Not to mention what everyone else has said. We have phones. It's one of those things where China thought that if they put this bit of propaganda out, Mm -hmm. that everyone's going to be impressed when, in fact, most logical people will say, well, did the taxpayers vote to put this traffic, talking traffic light in? Because I'm pretty sure the government just decided, hey, we're going to do this. (laughs) You have no say in it and you're never going to use it. Never, ever. So, I mean, like here, uh, I said over here, uh, this is so stupid. Why would you clumsily mess around with a crappy interface in public on a traffic light? rather than just use your phone. Everyone in China has a phone, and you can ask it the weather and uh, bus station locations, lol. This is like using a newspaper to wipe your ass, which, you know, it really is. Think about it. It still does the job, but, like, why would you? Yeah. Um, and another one, it's like, it's over-engineering. Everyone has that info in their phone. So, again, it's one of these clumsy attempts to say that China's in the future. Now, Slopaganda, one might Yeah, say. exactly, slopaganda. Now, if you were in 1998, because the first time GPS was available on a mobile phone was in 1999. Okay. Right? So, let's say if you were in 1998, this would have been okay. Because now, like, now you're like, I need to find a bathroom. How do I find yeah. a bathroom? There's a map. You're like, whoa, future. 1998, bro. So just we have to sometimes bring people down to reality because I think some people might be impressed if they see this because because of the way it's packaged, right? I suppose if you're just scrolling. Yeah, you're scrolling scrolling and it's like it's China in 20. Whoa, they've got high tech traffic lights. It's literally like a cheap, crappy Android (laughs) pad that's like like stuck on there. (laughs) It's got nothing to do with traffic lights. Dual purpose. Yeah. Dual purpose traffic lights. It's the stupidest thing ever. Again, and it's such a waste of time and money and effort and propaganda. Can you imagine how much the tender costs for that as well? Like some official just raked in so much money because they made a, or they signed off on like a, a smart light. Yeah. A smart traffic light. Stupid. Anyway. Dumbest thing I've ever this, seen This in a while. actually reminded me, you know, not, not that long ago, we covered it on the show. Um, we covered the, the whole, uh, what was it, trackless train. Oh, my, that's my favorite. Remember, like, <laughs> this is incredible. This is, China's what? testing a new autonomous guy, electric train. Eric Solheim, he's a massive shill for the Chinese uh, government. He is the former minister of climate and the environment of Norway. I just got to go out. Former minister, I'm guessing, you know, for a reason. I just got to go out on a limb here Mm -hmm. and question the mental sanity of somebody that posts verbatim propaganda from the CCP. And he does it all day, every day. This is his job. Like, like, what is he doing? I don't know. But if if you go look, I, I very often give him replies on oh, okay. on Twitter because he just posts absolute garbage all the time from China's right. Chinese government. Anyway, uh, this whole thing he said is it's an electric train that does not need traditional tracks. It runs on a virtual track and can go everywhere. Obviously, he was lampooned. Everyone was like trains and showed all the bendy buses around the world because it's just a bendy bus. 
it's just a but it's best. it's one of those things again where they say wow china's the future they got trackless trains you're like that sounds interesting and you look at it it's just a bus it's uh, my favorite They're just reply, packaging it yeah? my favorite reply back then was mother effort it's a bus yes exactly <laughs> the exactly yeah i know so we got a <laughs> we got a treat for you everyone okay yeah. chinese propaganda again fantastic and we love it whenever they include foreigners to do their propaganda and yes. um china daily which is of course like the huge state media released on their english-speaking propaganda the single china's new countryside so hey we thought we'd go through it with you yes we love to dis- dis- disassemble yeah. this is chinese propaganda and and no harm no foul on the on the woman that was chosen oh, yeah. to do this because I'll, I'll tell you how this works yeah before just so everyone knows if you are going to do a segment like this, the way they might pitch it to you is like, hey, we're from China Daily TV, and we're going to do a thing. Um, has your family ever been to China? Yeah. Well, you should do a thing where like, you're going to invite them to come to China, and we're going to see China's countryside, and watch what they turn it into. Yeah, just, just fascinating. Yeah, let's take a quick look. So, yeah. Hello, I'm Sophie from Manchester in England, but I've been living in Guanxi, Liuzhou for nearly 11 years now. For the last few years, I've worked in the Liuzhou Institute of Technology, teaching both grade one and grade two university students. In the past, I used to visit England maybe once or twice every year. And my parents have also visited Liuzhou maybe four or five times now. I hope that in the next few months, they'll be able to come and visit me soon. So fair okay. enough, right? Yeah, this is all fine. Yeah. One thing, pay attention now to the footage, the B-roll that's playing now. This is like idyllic, beautiful, green... Um, this is what she's looking at, looking at, and listen to what she says. Even listen. Times now, I hope that in the next few months they'll be able to come and visit me soon. Wow! Look at the color of that water. It's insane. As a place that my parents would definitely love. Okay, so that's that's what they get you with. Mm. This is Chinese propaganda, and this the funny thing is that this Chinese propaganda is going to show you just how much propaganda that is. So you look up a place. And it shows you this pristine, amazing, like, wow, look, this is the countryside of China, Luzhou countryside. Let's check it out. And it's all green and beautiful. And even she's like, look at the color of that water. This is great. You get duped. Yeah, you get duped. You'll see. Anyway, let's, uh, let's see what she says to her mum. Hi, mum. Well, mum, I was just thinking, it's been such a long time since she came to visit in China. As a surprise, you and Dad come over and I'll take you to visit the Chinese countryside. You are going to love it. <laughs> yeah. oh, did you, you edit that? No, did you see that? Did you see it? <laughs> did you pick up at it? Hold up. Did you see it? You didn't do that. No, that's, this is the original edit. Did you see it? She says... You why don't you come to the China? I'm gonna invite you to China. Come yeah. to the Chinese countryside. You're gonna love it. And the mother replies, "No." Yeah, you can see she's like, but they cut the audio. Oh. So, <laughs> so I did some reverse engineering, guys. I did some reverse. She said no. She said no. Uh, <laughs> Play the original first. I okay. Just yeah, 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 yeah. See that this is how it is. But don't worry. I did some deep dive, like editing, reverse engineering. Oh, okay. I managed to restore the audio. Okay. Okay, you know the original audio, so you can all hear it. Okay. Here we go. So let's uh, let's take a look. Such a long time since she came to visit in China. As a surprise, you and Dad come over, and I'll take you to visit the Chinese countryside. You are gonna love it. You are gonna love it. No. Uh, no. No. Yeah. Sound good. Sounds good. Definitely. No. Bye. 
<laughs> I mean, so here, let's let's get this straight. Yeah. China goes, okay, we've had this foreigner in this one specific place. And props to her, by the way. She speaks really good Chinese. Yeah. She's stayed in one place. I like that. It's like a long-term foreigner. She put her sure. time and effort into the country. However, mm-hmm. they pick her. Yep. Let's do a segment. And they go, I know how to pull up people's heartstrings. We're going to get the whole family involved. Like, yeah, yeah. Mom, you know, especially Chinese people love that. It's like, yeah. oh, my family's going to come visit. You know, it's a whole... Yeah. Family unit, familial, what is it called? Uh, filial piety. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And they're like, wow, you know, this girl's, this uh, foreign girl's going to invite her her mother over here. And yeah. People are going to love it. But they film a conversation where she goes, We're, you're going to come, do you want to come to China? And the mother says no. And instead of cutting that segment yes. or cutting to other footage or just not cutting to the phone, they left it in there. Yes. And I mean, even, I, I just don't understand because they were obviously <laughs> filming at the time and they left it there. Sorry, but you dropped the ball like that. I'm picking it up. One you more time. You are gonna love it. You are gonna love it. No. Uh, no. No. Yeah, sound good. Sounds good. No. Bye. Love you. Miss you. So okay. good. So that's the setup. Yes, that's the setup. Now, bear in mind, everybody. You have to remember this setup. It's important, right? She's I love the Australia know that you put, slid in there. Isn't fantastic? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. It's got a lot of tude. It's, it's great. Yeah. Anyway, like, honestly, guys, you know the setup now. She's invited mm. her parents. She's going to surprise them and bring them over to show them the Chinese countryside. That is the setup. Yes. Don't forget that. It's very important. It pertains to this video. Somebody said the messages are even better. What does it say? Oh, I, I don't I know. That. We'll go later. Yeah. Anyway, let's, uh, let's see. Modern China and me. Oh, I mean, imme- I thought it was supposed to look amazing. Immediately, immediate. By the way, this this propaganda is like a week old. Okay, so it's new. It's not like something old. Immediately, they shoot themselves in the foot because what do they do? They're like, well, we're going to send her to the countryside. Okay. They show her this footage of like this beautiful green blue sky footage, and then they take these impressive drone shots and stuff of her going to the countryside, and it looks like this. You you can't make that up. It's so polluted. Yeah. This, and we know why. We've been through this area a million times. It's you it's go through season. here when you go to like the Karst Mountains and stuff. Mm. It's we call it burn season. It's yeah. literally when they burn all the chaff from the harvest, yeah. right? Yeah. And it makes the skies abysmal. Yeah. It's it's tough to we've, appreciate. We've been to this exact village. Exact place. The English yeah. countryside is very Yeah, Conquering Southern unique. China yeah. documentary. There mm-hmm. is literally nothing there. But I want to show my parents the Chinese countryside where you still get that clean, fresh air, relaxed feeling, but you do have <laughs> lots of neighbors thing. around you. I, I added that. The Chinese <laughs> countryside has a real yeah. sense of look at community. Just, look at where but she's you driving. You still get that quiet and peaceful atmosphere. I mean, it's one of those cog- cognitive dissonance things, right? Yeah. It's like you're talking about how wonderful the Chinese countryside is, and you're driving through one of the drabbest-looking urban areas, Sprawls, little yeah. sprawl things with horrible polluted skies. And you're like, this is great. I can't wait for my parents to see this. You know what I mean? Yeah. But reality, it's like people have this reality distortion field around them. This is reality, Looks right? Like, it looks like a Bob Marley memorial. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah, exactly. You'll get that quiet and peaceful yeah. atmosphere. I think my parents would like it here. Look at that sky. That's burn season. Yeah. There's also a lot of industry in the area. Yeah, yeah. 
village, I became more curious about the people living here. What do they do besides receive tourists from all over the world? 投射主要是把農夫人農林產田集中起來,重新分配。因為這個不是就是農民的收入都是提高對嗎?多過兩滴水道,東中的時候都重要。See how they managed to throw in the high speed rail. Oh, yeah, dude. So we call this out every time. Every time you think it's going to be some wholesome thing, you have food production because of all the uh what's it called? The insinuations that China is running low on, you know, domestic food production. Yeah. High speed rail propaganda. Yep. And also, I think we're going to get some rural revitalization because of the government has made everyone's lives better. Probably. I mean, ding, ding, I, ding. I just also want, to, want people to remember the premise of this video is that she's bringing her parents <laughs> over. Yes. I'm just like to point out the lack of said parents. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> just, just saying. I'm just saying. So it starts where she's like, "I'm inviting my parents." It's here. like, yeah, it's a surprise. Come on over. Surprise, We're going to but, the countryside. But they don't come. No. So this no. Is a, no. <laughs> so what you're saying? Uh, no. <laughs> this is a story. Yeah. Of a girl who lived in China for 11 years. Yeah. Wants to invite her parents to the countryside. Yeah. Calls her mom. Her mom says no, and then she doesn't come. <laughs> This is the story. It's pretty much. Anyway, I mean, like, <laughs> let's let's see about this lovely countryside a little more, which of course has apocalyptic skies. But let's let's continue. When I first came to China, the rural land divided into small areas. Different people planted their own land, which was later integrated like the farms back home. Agriculture has gone from meeting individual needs to benefiting everyone. <laughs> Oh, is that scene, that last scene, not your nightmare? Uh, absolutely. That factory in the middle of rural China where all the it's lit. Can you feel the acrid yes. smoke in your, in your throat? You know, this is supposed to be showing. Remember, the premise of this is China's new countryside. How yeah. beautiful the countryside's supposed to be. It's like the same old look, countryside I'm used to. Look at China. what we're looking at yeah. here an industrial factory. With smoke in the air. Yeah completely polluted everywhere next to a freaking railroad this it's not pretty this is not beautiful countryside look at the horrible mm -hmm. dormitory in the background for the people to stay in looks this like a soviet such, era such a dystopian <laughs> wasteland i know this was put out by china daily china's one of china's top yes. propaganda bureaus yes or outlets of the bureau yeah, it is and they decided that People in the English speakers in the West will mm. like to see this and be tantalized by the beauty of natural China. And look at what a beautiful scene this is. It even says China Daily. Watch this. I think her mother had some really good sense not to come <laughs> because she would have ended up doing a factory tour in smoky smog land. Yeah. And look at that nice big concrete slab of a, a road slash entrance to the factory. Let's roll nature over. Anyway, I actually have a I have a theory that she started this with good like you know like this is fine and then as she was being taken around to these areas she's like what what's going on? Well, let's we haven't finished. Let's carry on seeing yeah. where this goes. <laughs> They concentrate on land to increase output while building industries according to the strengths of their products, increasing their value. This brings more income in and helps local economies to flourish. When I first came here, I just wanted to have fun. But when I dug a little now deeper, look. I saw the endless potential in China's rural 
See? Yeah, I see what they you did. You see what they did? They, they, cut s- the stock they switched to stock footage. They always have to do this because the reality is that it's hard to find these nice, beautiful days. Yeah. You know, yeah. especially this time of year in China. Yeah. So the burn season. Yeah, the burn seasons. It's possible. There's months of like just crappy skies. So what they do is when there is good skies, they're like quickly get the professional photographers out, get them out there, get the filmographers. We're going to film everything because you can see it goes from this, the reality. This is reality. They had to film this now. This is from a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. This is reality. This is what it looks like in southern China around this time. Absolutely. It's just how it and is. And we we lived there. I yeah. lived there for 14 years. It was like this every year. Yeah. And we used to travel extensively around. And it's always like this, yeah. right? So they have to it switch hurts. from this. It yeah, hurts. it's not good. From this, the reality, to the I fantasy. I just wanted to have fun. Which is this. You see, it now looks all green and nice and clean. That's because it's B-roll that they put in there. And that's what you, every time it's you see, just like when she was looking at that propaganda on her tablet... She's like, oh, look at how great that it looks. It looks nice. Yeah, of course you want to visit. Because you're just like everything else in China, shortcuts and facades, they will feed you the only only the positive polished stuff. You won't see the reality. No, slop again. Yeah, slop again. But when I dug a little deeper, I saw the endless potential in China's rural areas. Farmers' living conditions have improved and the beautiful villages are attracting more tourists. The cooperation among companies, cooperatives and farmers has not only improved production efficiency, but also increased farmers' income. I've heard that the villages... Ah, the propaganda police have yes. shown up. Yeah, it's, it's enough. But you see how it went from, yeah. oh, the countryside is so great, to like, look at the reform and the government slop propaganda, slopaganda, because they try to sloppily fit it into this this good-feeling story of her in- inviting her parents, right? So she invited her parents. They said no. They didn't come. And then she had to go on a why is the government great tour in the pollution in, And time. like rice factories and stuff. <laughs> this is like it devolved. It went from zero to 100 really freaking fast. Yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> like straight into a wall of propaganda. It's horrible. And then like, look, I, so put, I put a side-by-side here That's of great, the yeah. reality on where we're sitting versus mm. fantasy, which is the stock footage they use. Yeah. You know, it's it's just laughable that they try to pull it off, you know? Yeah, like within the same, you just use the same video. Yeah, it's the same video. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And I'll take you to visit the Chinese countryside. You are going to love it. <laughs> Rip family visit rice propaganda is more important. Yeah, obviously it is. No. I love that she said no. I know. Anyway, also in the same video, by the way, I had to cut this. Look at this crap they put up. Infographics about like rural lo- roads and, <laughs> you know, all this Xi Jinping quote. Yes. Oh, there is a fourth element to this. Yes, Xi Jinping quote. I'll bring the that Guangxi back. The Guangxi Bureau. I mean, this is all was just made to say, why is the CCP good? Yes. That's why this segment exists. President Xi Jinping said in an instruction in April 2018, you know what I mean? It's literally just garbage propaganda rolled up into this, like, let's get a foreigner to go to the countryside. Yes. Um, and it's, it's horrible. <laughs> let's put it that way. So, yeah, skip through that nonsense. You are going to love it. No, but you know, what you, this. you know what you do love, though, is our sponsor. Absolutely. Taking care of your health isn't always easy, but it should at least be simple. And that's why we have been taking AG1 for so long, right? Yeah, yeah. There is something really, really special about AG1, and that's mm-hmm. the fact that it's probably the healthiest thing you can do in under a minute. Take a scoop of it, put it in some water, ding, 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 drink it. 
you've got all of the uh, daily dose of vitamins, minerals, pre and pro, uh, probiotics and more. Mm -hmm. And it's a powerful, healthy habit that's also powerfully simple. And there's, there's something I wanted to ask you. There is a reason that we ended up taking AG1 because we didn't feel good before. Right. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, um, I'm always skeptical about health products, but uh, I started taking it and it did clear up a lot of my brain fog, helped me sleep better. And this is not me making up some nonsense. It's true. Yeah, there was a situation where we were, especially like at a certain time during the day, you feel like some sort of dip. Mm. And after we started taking AG1, this is no joke, mm -hmm. we started to feel so much better. There was not like this super spike, yeah, I'm going to go take on the world, but it leveled everything out to where there wasn't peaks and troughs anymore. Yeah, And that's just because you're doing something good for your body. You're Literally, it's just you're getting healthier. And you're getting healthier. Yeah. Every, day, every, every day is a struggle for most people in the modern world. So, you know, do something that can, can benefit your health. Another amazing thing yeah. was um, after I started lifting some weights and doing uh, push-ups and sit-ups and all that kind of stuff. Whoopsie. Yeah. Not that. No. After I started doing that, I noticed that my soreness would last for days and days and days, right? Yeah. And because I'm not, you know, I'm not 25 anymore, sure. right? That's the simple be-all and end-all of it. Mm -hmm. However... When I take AG1, I do feel that my recovery is much, much, much shorter yeah. when I do when I do my exercise. So it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, I absolutely so love it. where can people go if they're interested? Uh, <clears throat> if there's one product uh, we had to recommend to elevate our health, it's AG1. And that's why we partnered with them for so long. If mm -hmm. you want to take ownership of your health, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 plus K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash ADV. That's like adventure. Yeah. That's drinkag1.com slash ADV. Speaking of slopaganda, all right, which is what we're going to start calling this sloppy propaganda, we've got Zhang Heqing, which is this ridiculous um, Chinese government official who constantly puts out propaganda on Twitter. But like sloppy, he's the guy who did that trains thing. You know, this this thing? <laughs> That's real, by the way. Yeah, he actually put that out. Um, so he put out like yesterday. Let me read this. Right by now. the way, the context of that is he wanted you to believe those are real Chinese high-speed rails going over each other at the same time. Yeah. Play it one more time. Okay, I'll play it again. Just it's so you so understand, this is supposed to be real. <laughs> yeah. With that sound. Yeah, he put that sound. Yes. We didn't add that. That no. was him. Uh, anyway, he put this thing out. Now, you know that there's a big problem in Xinjiang when they can't shut up about it, right? So this is what he said. He said, children from Xinjiang arrived in Beijing and are so happy to dance in front of the Forbidden City. You can hear the sound of footsteps. Now, for those of you who don't know, um, according to the Chinese government, the only thing that, uh, you know, people that come from Xinjiang can do, Uyghurs, is dance. It's the only thing it. they let them do. And it's like... Because they dance means they're happy, means we're not like you genociding, know, genociding yeah. them, you know, culturally genociding them or enslaving them or, you know, forced labor. And I just that. read a, a thing the other day about yeah. how it's pretty much confirmed to this point that hundreds of thousands of just women, Uyghur women in Xinjiang have been imprisoned because of just practicing their religion. Yes. Right? It's just like really simple stuff, right? Yeah. So you can imagine the millions that have, on top of that, with when you include men and children that were separated from their families, China's committing this in Western China right now. Imagine taking a minority and distilling them down to one trait, which is yes. dancing, and then like going out there and forcing them to dance everywhere and then 
pretending as if it's normal. Yeah. And this is what they do. It's like one of those things that the CCP doesn't learn from itself. It's like, yeah. if you're going to do these horrific acts in this year, right? Like, yeah. they're currently doing this right now. Mm-hmm. And you want people to look away from that because they're like, we're going to stop trading with you if you don't stop using slave labor. We're going to stop trading with you if you don't stop genociding Uyghurs, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of saying, all right, we'll deal with it. And then not doing it and like, you know, secretly not doing anything about it. Yeah. They put it out there and make these horrible horrible in your face like so obvious soviet slash hitler level like yeah. propaganda yeah right it's unbelievable so let's see let's see this is um you know remember these xinjiang children arrived in beijing and are so happy to dance in front of the forbidden city let's see I thought let's make it a little more accurate. I can hear the footsteps for sure. Speaking of. Yeah, that was, that was, <laughs> the, was that Command and Conquer. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, yeah. How, how is it not very Nazi-esque, though? Yeah, I mean. Like, look at, we're not doing anything wrong. Remember what they did with the the... The Jewish Therese stuff back Stutt, then? Yeah, they, they used to show happy Jewish people. Like, they're mm. fine. Don't worry about it. We're not doing anything here. Yeah, exactly. It's the same. Exactly the same. I mean, think, like, it's so stupid to make them dance all the time. Yeah. It's like dance, monkey, dance with it a is. whip. It's what, what they, they do. do. It's what horrible. the Chinese government does. So I know everybody, you know, you look at the Chinese military, a lot of people are very concerned. Um, but I came across some footage of an underground, like what, you know, when the parades are over, you know, these big parades like what we're seeing here. You see this? And you're like, whoa, that's... I found out what the PLA does after the parades. Okay. All right. Let's have a look. And I think it might alleviate some people's concerns about the power <laughs> of the military. Okay. I think we're okay, guys. <laughs> anyway, uh, um, it's probably time for us to move on to the main segment of the show now, guys, which is Soft Power Hour. This is where we talk about how China is trying to affect your life through various means, propaganda and all that. But before we did that, we were thinking about introducing a new segment to the show. Yeah. Okay. So as you all know, we kind of have our what's new we have soft power hour we have the wumao corner we have worldview and co- the q and was thinking maybe we could change wumao corner to this new segment what i don't do you think? i think we could have both honestly think i think so? yeah i think this could be tor- kind of like after what's new before okay. you get into like soft power hour type of thing okay well let's show you what this is all about guys well, let me explain it yeah so this is going to be i want because i want you guys to vote on this this yes. is all a collaborative effort and shout out to the community Mm-hmm. Uh, Dragonilla, Doc, everybody that was part of this suggestion. Yep. Um, basically, the idea is that most of our audience doesn't speak Chinese, so you're not going to know what's happening in the chi- on the Chinese internet, which is actually a Chinese intranet because yes. the, of the Great Firewall, right? Mm-hmm. That keeps everyone from kind of going there. The language barrier stops people from looking at it, right? Yep. And uh, most Chinese people can't look outside of it because everything's blocked in China, right? That's right. So what if we gave you a glimpse into what is uh, really interesting or happening hot in on the chinese internet right now yeah so you translate some uh popular topics hashtags things like that right Mm -hmm. and we are thinking about either calling it uh what's hot on the intranet or 
uh, behind the great firewall, right? Yeah, so, so we've we got two things. Two little uh, logos here. Um, you're going to put a little poll. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm going to put a poll for you guys to vote on over here. So this is the first one. Okay, hot on the internet. Okay, so it can be that, or it could be beyond the great firewall. So which one do you think sounds better as a new segment for the show? Please let us know, because again, at the end of the day, you guys, our audience, are the people that help us make the show what it is. Can you play those again? Because I just put up the poll. So this is what okay. you're voting on. It's going to be a permanent segment, and it's yeah. called either called Hot on the Internet mm -hmm. or or Beyond the Great Firewall. Yeah, and those are the those are the um, segments that were yeah that so were mocked up. <clears throat> Please choose. There's a little vote thing there in the chat. Please select the one you'd like. Uh, and we'll announce that in the in a bit. But let's actually just do the segment because yes. you prepared something yes. for this show. So this will be the first time we have the segment, whatever it's called. Yeah. Okay. We'll vote on it right now. Um, yeah. So this is inter go ahead. This is interesting. This mm -hmm. is a trend that has been going around China. It started around October. It's still going strong. Mm -hmm. And it's not something that you would know if you were like outside of the Great Firewall because this yeah. is within the Chinese internet, right? Yeah. yeah. And it's just absolutely hilarious and hopefully i can do a good job of articulating this into english but it's called which means crispy skinned college students <clears throat> okay. yes yes now that will make absolutely no sense until you understand what this means so mm -hmm. what happened was this report was put out by the chinese media about the degradation of health um uh, amongst students in china it's like basically like our kids are becoming weak right well it's actually true though uh, yeah, yeah, in many it's ways. Very for true. Sure, for Especially sure, because with of the cell phone addiction. addiction and stuff, people yeah. sit around. Look, and let's be honest, it's not like their health was ever really good. Mm. You know, when I first got to China, um, I did a couple of jobs at some universities around China, and the university students are pretty just, they're focusing on their studies. Yeah. And when they're not focused on their studies, they're like eating instant noodles in the mm -hmm. dorm. Yeah, it's and it's time constraints and stuff, and yeah. the study habits in China is high pressure. Yeah, so I mean, when it comes to physical health, college students in China have never really been very good at that. Yeah, and this is not... Uh, this is this not is, your best skill. This is also... Man, what, no, yeah. <laughs> you know, show is, us your best skill. Little man. Yeah. Uh, nobody's mm -hmm. questioning this or saying it's not true, mm -hmm. but the college students themselves started to embrace this study and also make fun of it, which is yeah. funny. It says dynamic changes in the physical health of students, and it says, uh, this, the bottom one says college students, over 30% yeah. of failure rate for their like health standard basically right, right right so they started to make these jokes and memes surrounding this still going strong it's very funny okay let's take a look at some of them so it's it's supposed to be pure irony right mm. so if you look at this one it says uh wanted to use the toilet but i squatted down and i can't stand up now just pause that for a second mm -hmm. so what that means is the joke surrounding this is that these minor tasks uh, these mm -hmm. failures of health, right, yeah. are are being clowned on. Basically, saying like these uh, the most basic things cause me so much stress and strife mm -hmm. that I have to like woe is me and I go to the hospital basically right, right. because I'm so useless. Yeah, because right? so weak. Yeah, because the Chinese government called us weak. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. This one says uh, I twisted my neck when I got up in the morning and it has a picture of her. In yeah, hospital. in the in the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you can read it. It says I went to the bathroom and just took off my pants. Uh, I didn't and didn't even squat down yet. My leg has been broken for a month. I'm still lying in bed. This <laughs> is like yeah. a giant piss. Yeah, thing. it is. Some of these are really funny. Um, the next one says, uh, so it shows somebody in a, in a hospital getting an IV. Yeah. And it says, I got too excited eating sliced noodles and my heart rhythm got too fast. <laughs> uh, what is Dao Xiao Men? What would you call Dao, Dao Xiao Men? 
uh, what, da xiao mian? Noodles. Like, yeah, no, uh, like, shaved noodles. Yeah, I guess you'd Shave. say shaved knife. Mm. It's, in China, there's this noodle dish where they, they yeah. use this knife like this, yeah. and the piece of noodle flies off and lands in the yeah, pot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I guess shaved noodles. Yeah. Shaved noodles, yeah. And he's like saying you got atrial fibrillation or whatever from yeah. that. Yeah, from, uh, because it's too excited. Yes, exactly. Uh, the next one says, I wanted to cut the tag off off of my clothes. I didn't find the perforated edge, so I ripped it carelessly. So, you know, when you're like trying to rip yeah. the tag, it's got that perforation. So, oh, I cut my finger and then <laughs> went to the hospital. Yeah. Broken bones while going to the toilet. Yeah. These are like doctor's reports. Right. Squat down, tie shoelaces. Get up suddenly. Oh, no. Seeing stars. <laughs> <laughs> i love the piss take that yeah. the students had this one says uh chatting with people makes you laugh your lungs out so he's like like just talking to people but he mm -hmm. laughed too hard so he ended up um yeah incapacitated and the next one it says hospitalization confirmed emergency surgery yeah from <laughs> laughing too much yeah <laughs> Passed out from not getting pork. I thought, hold on, pause that. I thought that was, in, you're ripping through this too fast. Okay. I thought this was funny um, because this could be a little culture, a cultural lesson. Yeah. Um, pig's feet in both in Korea and in China are so popular, especially mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. It's like a huge food item right Jusho. now. Yeah. yeah. Very, very hot food item always, but very trending right now. I think probably due to some uh, K drama that kept talking about them. Anyway, the. Uh, it might be. It's probably like every time Xi Jinping gets up for a speech, they like see his hands and they're like, I could do some pork hands right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? No they're like, it's a reminder. No <laughs> comment. Yeah. So the funny thing about this is that I thought it was interesting because a lot of people might think of the pig's feet as like the undesirable lunch item mm. at school, but she's upset because she's not getting them. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, Passed out from not getting Yeah, from pork not trotters. getting them. Okay. Dislocated my waist while turning around. Dislocated jaw from yawning. Uh, got a vaccine for 4,000 RMB after fighting a dog for food, <laughs> which is obviously yeah. a rabies vaccine. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I thought that one was really funny. Mm -hmm. Broke my tailbone sitting on a stool. So people are taking, like, yeah. if they go to the hospital for something, yeah. or they they happen to be in the hospital for a vaccine or doing whatever they are, they're taking that and making up stories around it about how weak they are. Yeah. I thought it was great. I thought it was a really good uh, a bit of humor. Yeah. Um, oh. Hold on. I'll go back. But uh, I wanted to cap that off yeah. with the poll. Oh, yeah. What is the poll? So every episode will have like a hot trending thing that's happening in the Chinese internet. Uh, we thought it would be kind of fun. Yeah. So this this week it was about the, the crispy skinned... Crispy skinned uh, uh, college kids. College students, yeah. The winner with 81% and almost 2,000 votes is Beyond the Great Firewall. Okay. So we will put Beyond that in... Beyond the Great in, Firewall uh, it is then. Yeah. We'll put that in the... Uh, show. The show, we'll put it in our, our what's it called? What's that board? The stream board. deck. Yes, we'll put it in the stream deck. It's part of the, it'll be a permanent segment from now on. Yes. Okay, so we'll always find something interesting and fun that's happening in the Chinese internet. Yes. Okay, cool. So uh, it's time, before we move on to the actual soft power hour, the main segment of the show. It's time to do 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 It's time no, to it's talk actually... about our other sponsor today, HelloFresh. Yes. And uh, they're delicious restaurant-quality food. Absolutely. With it Hello, really is. It is. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make cook home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Whether you're trying to save money, eat better, or stress less, HelloFresh is there to help, uh, help you do all three. 
Say hello to your most delicious year with fresh ingredients and chef-crafted recipes at a price you'll like delivered right to your door. No more staring blankly in the fridge wondering what to make for dinner. Give HelloFresh a try and dig into their biggest menu yet with over 45 recipes to choose from each week. And you know what's awesome? What? We tried a bunch. Yep. And I absolutely love the onion crunch chicken. That blew me away. And yep. I, I wasn't that it wasn't that I was skeptical, but I when I cooked it, I was like, this is something I get at a high-end restaurant. Yeah, this and no I made joke. it myself. Yeah, no joke. <laughs> it was so good. No joke. I was also very, very impressed by it. You you said you love the uh, pork sausage rigatoni yes. rosa. I did not cook it myself because I suck at cooking. I can cook coffee and that's about it. Gotcha. And maybe instant noodles. But, but my wife cooked it and it was amazing. But let's be honest, the instructions are so simple, you absolutely Yeah, could I could. Have, I could. Sure. I I mean yeah, another, if I actually looked at the recipe. Another one uh, I have here that you liked was sweet chili beef. Yeah, so that's that was a probably good my favorite. Yeah. yeah, I was really blown away by the onion crunch chicken. Also, yeah. the uh, uh, the what was it? The beef tenderloin recipe was fantastic. Mm. But anyway, it's absolutely fantastic. Highly, highly recommend it. Uh, go to hellofresh.com slash ADV free and use the code ADV free for free breakfast for life. And that's one breakfast item per box while subscription is active. So while you, yeah. have, while you have your subscription, that's free breakfast for life at hellofresh.com slash ADV free with the code ADV free. Uh, don't forget that HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. I'm not surprised it's number one because yeah. it actually is really good. Like you said, restaurant quality. And yeah. I was, I'm always skeptical about these things, but uh, yeah, For I was sure. proven wrong. Yes. Excellent stuff. Now, guys, it's time once again to do, uh, to do the soft power. Let me bring that up again. This is the main part of the show. I don't know why I keep show. saying it's time to do I don't even, I've never watched <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> yeah, well, well. I must have once. You must have, you must have watched it a lot. It's just ingrained in your brain. <laughs> yes. um, now, if you've seen the thumbnail, you saw this thing about... Um, China wanting to basically inflict anarchy on the USA, and it's actually true. Yeah. You want to take it away? Yeah, so just this headline uh, can kind of massage into the topic. It says, FBI director warns that Chinese hackers are preparing to wreak havoc on U.S. critical infrastructure. And that sounds like something, if it was just like, I don't know, some news headline without anyone important talking about it, it's like, of course, Hmm. right? You say, of course, China is an adversarial nation at this point because of the government that is leading the country right now that has decided that America is their greatest adversary. Yeah. Right? It's just how it is, right? However, there's a difference between having some sort of like malicious intent, right? Yeah. Versus actually already doing something. And they actually already did something. Yeah. And before we get into that, okay, we, we first have to set up a scenario, a theoretical scenario. <clears throat> if you are going to attack another country, okay, what you do if you can, is to insert a lot of sleeper cells. Mm -hmm. And a sleeper cell is you get people to immigrate there. They blend into society. They live a normal life, but they're actually military personnel, spies, agents. You saw a lot of that during the The Cold Cold War War, in Russia and stuff. Or you um, you send troops in like covertly and they get ready and they're all hiding behind the trees ready to attack type thing. Okay, Mm. that's kind of just before you're about to start a war. China has done this on a digital front. And they've actually infected a huge amount of uh, specifically small office, home office routers and other internet devices with uh, a botnet, which basically they've infected all these routers. Well, I have some slides for that. Yeah, you yeah can, well, you can we'll talk about it. Them. Um, and they've prepared them ready to attack. You're uh, saying it's already happened. Yeah, right, it's, yeah. it's already done. So right. if it was a wartime scenario and you found a bunch of, uh, I don't know, soldiers hiding in the forests ready to attack, you'd probably go to war. Okay. Yeah. 
This is the same thing, but on a cyber level. Yeah, I think because it's this whole cyber thing, like nobody is paying attention to it as much as they should. Yes. The quote is, this, this, the risk that poses, uh, poses to every American requires our attention now. And let's see why this is so serious. Right? Yeah. So if we look at this, what is China trying to attack, right? Mm -hmm. Well, this tweet came out, right? And it actually used the the word, the name of this uh, this attack, and it says yes. PRC. So that's the People's Republic of China, mm -hmm. that's the, you know, the Chinese government, right? Sponsored hashtag Volt Typhoon. Threat actors are compromising small office and home office and Soho routers by mm -hmm. exploiting software defects. Manufacturers are urged to adopt this CISA government's secure by design principles during the software design to protect users. So then they have a link there. Now, what happened was, you can go, go forward here, mm -hmm. is that they employed something called a botnet. And I thought this was the easiest thing to kind of understand if you have no idea what a botnet is, right? Um, you can explain yeah. what this is. So it's quite simple. Uh, they specifically end-of-life infrastructure, like old Cisco switches and things like that that are out there, still part of the internet infrastructure. And, of course, in everybody's home, you've got a router, right? Yeah. Now, if you've got an old router, something that's maybe by now 5, 10 years old, you know, because, you know, that's something you don't normally change, let's be honest, because it does its yeah. job. It if sits it works, there. it works, right? Yeah, it sits there. It helps you connect to the internet. Now, if the software is not up to date on those, and some vulnerable older ones, uh, you can't even make them secure. These botnets, what they do is uh, the actors from China, the bad actors, the hackers, they will inject malicious code onto those devices. They will be able to take control of those devices. They do it in a very silent and quiet way, so they get access, full access to it, without alerting you, obviously. And then when a conflict breaks out, or if something happens, they can then use your device as part of a massive network of everybody else's device to attack certain targets. And you can see that in that infographic yeah. there. Yeah, so think about it as somebody basically hijacking your home network mm -hmm. and then from abroad using your home network and your neighbors and everybody else around you to attack, say, for instance, a power station right. or a water treatment plant right. or anything. And then it's localized. So the thing is, um, it, it really increases the effectiveness of a cyber attack because it's all happening locally in the country. Yeah. You know? So this is not something that was theoretical. This is something that was found already. Yeah, they right. found all these infections already. Now these, mm. this is not, uh, when I say hypothetical, I'm not talking about hypothetical like, oh, they could use this against the electric grid. No, this is why this is being prepared. This is yeah. why the Chinese government was employing these tactics. So yeah. what are they trying to affect? Well, the first thing is the power grid. Yes. The American power grid would hypothetically be running on some outdated infrastructure. Well, it's, it's not just that. No, it's fine. But if you were to um, use a botnet, a massive botnet, mm -hmm. say like hundreds of thousands of American homes suddenly all do denial of service attacks against um, the power companies, computers and servers, mm -hmm. you can cause a crash. You can cause things to go down. You can, of course, hack you know, directly from other people's devices too. So what you're saying is not um, they could, it's that this is, that's what Volt Typhoon was made to do yeah, it was by made, the Chinese government. Yeah, it's the, the Volt Typhoon um, like thing that they've used, the botnet, is there so that they can use it mm. to attack various things. And you know, it's pretty easy to cause a massive cascading failure if you know what you're doing. And if the power goes out during a time of conflict, think about it. You can't pump gas anymore because the pumps don't work. You know, you can't uh, do anything. Everything's screwed. You can't communicate anymore. You know, there's, it's just, it's a huge thing. Yeah. So of course they would go after 
uh, critical infrastructure like the power grid, um, which is uh, obviously not something you. you I mean, want it would to just hype if you think about like what that would it's be. Not, yeah, it's not even hypothetical. It's just this is a target. This is one of their targets: <clears throat> is the power grid. The power grid being that if you lose power, mm-hmm. chaos and anarchy ensues. Absolutely. I mean, just I mean, like within a week. Think about it. Just think about what would happen. You get stuck in elevators. People get stuck down in the subway. People can't, like I said, communicate anymore. Uh, there's just think about it for, right now. If you were to go without power for a week, just think about how your life would be affected. It's how badly your life would be affected. I mean, and think about the knock-on effect. Maybe you say, I have provisions in place. This is something that actually bothers yeah. me. I don't want to bring up personal gripes and stuff, but this bothers me sometimes. If I put out a thing that's bad, right, and this yeah. is how we deal with it, a lot of the people are like, oh, I, that doesn't aff- Oh, for example, I just did a video on short-form media and how it's bad for your brain, yeah, right? good video. And a lot of people in the comments, and I appreciate it, are like, well, that doesn't affect me. That's, that's, no, that's not a big deal because I just don't even use it. Well, that's great that you don't, mm-hmm. right? Maybe you have sacks of rice and beans mm. and like yeah. emergency power generators and stuff. Maybe you have that stuff, mm-hmm. right? Maybe you don't go on short form media. Maybe you're yeah. not a victim of CCP stuff, right? Yeah. But other people are, right? And society at, at large is affected by this kind of Correct. stuff. Just because you're ready doesn't mean that 99.9% of other people are not, that's right? That's correct, yeah. And so that's what we have to pay attention to is this affects society as a whole, not yeah. little like, oh, I lost power today. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you can't open your garage door to get back into your house. You know, yeah. There's a lot of things that uh, you take for granted. Right. That when the power goes off, you suddenly find out like, whoops, uh, water treatment. That's water massive. Treatment plants. Massive. Think about it. We need water treatment plants to have potable water to be able to drink and survive, mm-hmm. right? Something that a lot of Americans take for granted, I believe. Yeah. Well, I mean, China knows all about that since they can't drink the water. Yeah, I was China, about so, to say, yeah. Americans are woefully unprepared, but they think that their water's bad for some reason. Yeah, they're always like, Flint, Michigan. The, Dude. Which is terrible, obviously. Yeah, but, but it's it's not an entire it, national issue. You compare it to, to the developing world where you can't drink the water anywhere in the country. Like yeah, China. It's by the way, Michigan's bad, but it's not that bad. Water treatment is not just the quality of water; it's also how the water is delivered to you, right? Do you do you do you have a well that you can tap into? Cue all the people in the comments. I have my own well. I'm fine. Well, guess yeah. what? Most people don't, and right? you're going to be having to defend that well. Yeah, <laughs> you yes. know what I mean? Yes. Either that, or you're good at sharing. You know? Yeah, maybe you're just the world's best sharer. Yeah, exactly. Sharing, sharing is caring, right? Gas and oil lines, of course. That's another thing that's been. It's part of this target yes. list of this. Uh, this Bolt attack. typhoon. Yeah, Bolt typhoon attack. Uh, all of these things are a network. You have to understand. In the way the world is now, everything is ones and zeros. Okay. Yeah. Literally, the whole way the world works right now, it's computerized. Yes. Okay, and we just we rely on it too much, and it is a vulnerability, and it's a vulnerability that China has identified, and I. I think all big governments have identified this at least yeah. at least since the 70s by now. Yeah. But the thing is, China's actually taken action and infected all these routers and all these devices around America just because they're waiting for the opportunity to use it. Yes, I just want to read this because this is there's two really important points to drive this home of why this is a big deal. Okay? Yeah. This yeah. is not a flash in the pan. This isn't like, oh, maybe one day they have intent to do this. This was already done. Yeah. Right? yeah. Says uh, the Justice Department and FBI announced Wednesday that they've disrupted the hacking operation known as Volt Typhoon, a China-backed hacking operation that officials said 
targeted critical infrastructure in the U.S. and other nations. Now, to follow up with it, so they they, they dealt with it, right? Yeah. That doesn't mean this threat is over. This is China has shown this is what they're going to do. Yeah. Right. This well, is what they've this done. This is what they did, and this is what they'll continue to yes. do. This is a continued threat. This is not a, an isolated issue. Yeah. This uh, Rob Joyce guy, I think this quote was really, really important to understand why this is so gross. And I think gross is the right word. Yes. This isn't two armies going to battle. This isn't like an unmanned drone going around fighting another unmanned drone, right? It says, we have to get to the point where the PRC leadership, and that's China, Mm -hmm. decides that the embarrassment in the international community of being caught at this, the horror of the international community, that someone would hold civilians at risk with cyber is intolerable. Yes. And that's the difference between this. This is not two man uh, manned armies yeah. facing off with like weapons against each other in a battlefield. This is China attacking American civilians. Yes. This is not an army anymore. How is this not being seen by the rest of the uh, world at large like some sort of act of war? Exactly. I mean, it is. It's to target civilian life. It's to disable the power grid, to dis- disrupt the, the flow of water and the water treatment plants. Yes. You know, disrupt oil and gas, energy. So it's going to leave people freezing in the winters. It's going to leave people uh, vulnerable. It's going to cause absolute chaos and civilian casualties. It's going to disrupt civilian life so china's effort is not to say we you know how they're always like oh we need to make sure our army is up to snuff so we can face off against america at some point it's way beyond that now they've already they've targeted civilians american civilians Yeah. yeah of course why are people still wanting to deal with china why are still people people still making it their part of their like platform to be like yeah everything's gonna be fine let's repair relationships at this point they're already doing this stuff that's because for some reason china's been immune to to any kind of reprisals it's like every time china does something in bad faith and acts badly they don't even get a slap on the wrist no actually there's a great thing in chat they've had plausible but not deniability up to this point yeah this would get rid of that and expose them yeah and it's been exposed this is a thing that already happened Mm. This is again, it's one thing if you have some plans or something, you know what I mean? Or like yeah. I heard somebody said that China's gonna or, do you know, this. Oh, TikTok, by the way, is yeah, it's yeah. a Chinese government influence operation, which it is. It's all time. Or at in. least being used as one. Right? Yes, it yeah. is. Yeah. It's not just being it it really is. I've i I'm covering that yeah. in depth. Mm. So I mean, like there there are all these different angles that China has been using and utilizing specifically the online stuff and i think that's where the rest of the world wasn't prepared yeah they weren't prepared for such a tech savvy nation to you know attack using what you wouldn't expect i think the i think another thing that like this is why it doesn't get a ton of um civilian attention like the average person right because they're targeting civilians right Yeah, yeah the average person doesn't see it as that because it's like oh maybe if they do that i won't be able to use amazon for a week or something you know what i mean sure like it's i think that's i know people aren't stupid but i understand i think that the immediate threat is not so severe right what they don't understand is that it's not taking down the internet it's taking down everything yeah it's the stuff you do you need every day correct right to live you will be to go to work you will be screwed yeah you know what i mean there is no work at no, that point, no, you know, there's a, you they don't... disrupt all these different pipelines, yeah. and the you know food trucks cannot deliver. I'm not talking about a taco truck here. I'm talking about the trucks that carry goods can't deliver goods to the supermarkets. The supermarkets can't run anymore. You know, there's nothing on the shelves. So unless you've gr- like some doomsday prepper, you're in for a lot of trouble. Yeah, you know, 
Yeah. So just so you know that this is a credible threat that's been thwarted. It yeah. has been thwarted. Yeah. But it's credible, and it's something that China has already done. Yeah. So again, I get very disappointed that um, China isn't uh, very harshly taken to task over these things, because if you found Chinese soldiers hiding in the trees, you'd be like, "What the hell are you doing, China?" This is the same thing. It's malicious Chinese botnets installed on people's routers and and devices in their own homes and in internet infrastructure. It's been found. So why is it not like, hey, China, what the hell are you doing? Why is it just like, oh, we thwarted something. Let's carry on. Well, hey. they are. This is this this is their job, right? Mm. So the obviously the Justice Department, or whatever, is like, we've done this. Now what are we going to do about it? Separation of government, right? Yeah. Now the government actually has to do something about this. Well, let's this. hope they do. And I hope the international community does something about this. Because if you think England, all the British people watching out there, if you think you're immune from this, <laughs> no. you're not immune from this. You're no. allied with the U.S. By the Canada, way, if you think you're immune yeah. from this, you're joined at the hip. This affects the whole Western world. Yeah, it wasn't only America, by no. the way. As you heard, it was other countries too. Of so, you know, you better make sure your router's software is up to date, by the way. And a uh, quick little tip. You know, a lot of um, modern routers, routers, whatever you want to call them, they have uh, the ability for you to access them from outside to mm -hmm. configure and change. Yeah. Shut that off. Yeah. Like if you can, yeah. just... Go through your router settings. Make sure that, first of all, the firmware is completely up to date. But also, maybe reset all the security on it and just don't allow, like, um, external administration. It's yeah. unnecessary. Yeah. You don't have to do no. that. I mean, no no one needs to do nope. that, right? Nope. Shut it off because this can prevent this kind of thing. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, this, this really just gets my goat because this happens one day and tomorrow you'll have some wanker down at the bank telling you to invest in Asia emerging markets in your portfolio, which means invest in China, which you pay the Chinese military. It's like the the whole world is crazy. It is. They it's allow nuts. China to get away with so much crap and at the same time think it's such a great idea to invest in the country that's actively and maliciously doing things like this. Yeah. Doesn't it annoy you? Yes. Allowing them to list on the stock market and stuff? Yes. Like what's what's going on here, people? Anyway, um, <laughs> time for us to move on to our next segment, which of course is Walmart Quarter. We're done with that, right? Yes. Okay. Wilmar Corner, everybody. This is where we uh, talk about the haters and what they've been up to. And this is a kind of an interesting development. Yeah. Actually, I was going to put this in the Chinese internet segment, but I figured to put it in Wilmar Corner. It's pretty Wilmar-ish. Yeah. It's pretty, like, t trollish. Yes. But there was this thing that happened, and this is this goes back to uh, December, but there's the reason we're covering it now is because we've been waiting to see what would happen with yes, this. Yes, yes, yes. There has been a bizarre thing that connects us to this as well. Yes, exactly. Um, very, very weird. But basically, starting on Christmas Eve, we started to see some weird, weird things. Yeah. And a couple of these images were actually put together by uh, What's On Weibo, so credit to them. But mm -hmm. it says, commemorate the battle, 1224, so December 24th, yeah. is not Christmas Eve. It's the day of victory in the Battle of Changjin. So... Both you and I, for years now, have always made our kind of Christmas videos where we update on the legal situation of Christmas in China. Yeah, not just it's how it's gone being from, perceived. Yeah, it's gone from where the Chinese government's like, no, you're not allowed to do anything Christmas-related, yeah. right? To, okay, you can kind of do some stuff, but don't do it at schools, yeah. right? To, okay, you can commercialize stuff and put out Santas and stuff in front of your shops, but we're not allowed to promote Western holidays, and they make all the kids in school say, we will not... Uh, 
we will not celebrate Western holidays. We will not celebrate Christmas. We will only celebrate the Chinese government, that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, and then the next next year, it's like, if you have set up Christmas decorations in your shop, you're a traitor to China, yes. and you get mobs going and tearing them down. Yes. So it's up and down. Um, you know, the whole thing about Christmas in China is that it's seen as Western influence, and sometimes it's allowed, and especially since... You know, you'll go to a shopping mall, you'll see Christmas <coughs> decorations because, hey, it's capitalism, right? Yeah. It's a way to get people to spend money on gifts. It's a way to, like, kind of have an event for people to come and spend. So you see the Christmas decorations up. But it depends on the mood, right, of the year because sometimes it goes off without a hitch and there's no big hoo-ha, no brouhaha about it. But sometimes, like you said, they crack down and they're like, this is an evil Western holiday. How dare you put up Christmas decorations? So... You never really can tell. So what we figured out from this is that they've co-opted they co-opted Christmas Eve and it must have been a big government operation because mm-hmm. around the country you're seeing things about don't don't say this is Christmas Eve. Yes. This is beyond that. This is more important than that. This is when we we won the Battle of Lake Chang Changjing, which they made a big movie about. Like which is propaganda. you know, when uh mm-hmm. basically <clears throat> Mao Zedong sent all the soldiers into North Korea to attack the Americans yeah. and to help the North Koreans. And they got slaughtered and they all froze to death. Horrible, horrible waste of life. Yes. Just absolutely appalling what happened there. But they see it as a victory. Yes. So if you go to the next slide, it gets way deeper and it gets mm. weirder. It gets yeah. weirder. So look at this. It says, it's not the so-called Santa Claus that will bring us happiness. It's the PLA, the people's soldiers, right? Yes. <laughs> the Chinese yeah. military. This is what they were teaching mm-hmm. kids. Yeah. And they do this uh, every year. They'll, they'll say like, we won't celebrate Western holidays. We only celebrate Chinese holidays because we're proud to be Chinese. Now they're even escalating. Yeah, this, exactly. Right? No, it's not saying, oh, so what's the PLA going to bring you a, a, a rifle? Present? I doubt it. Well, they, it's more like they're just going to come take a dump on your lawn. Yeah. Like, what's like, going on? What are they going to do? What are they going to do? <laughs> it's like, what's going on? The PLA? The PLA, huh? Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Look at this. Thanks. It says, thank you for your hard work. Thanks to their protection, we have a peaceful Christmas Eve. They come from all over the country, steadfastly guarding the front lines day and night. With our youth, we defend our prosperous China. Thank you and salute. So again. For the PLA. Screw Christmas Eve. It's like nothing to do with Santa, nothing to do with Christmas. And remember, guys, Christmas has never been anything to do with religion in China. So Mm. it's never been about Jesus and all that, you know, like the the three wise men and stuff. That's never entered the picture. But Christmas has always been kind of a fun holiday. And they take the fun part of it where it's like give gifts and go buy shopping and go dress up like Santa and go do that type of thing, right? Yeah. That has always been a part of that time of year in mm-hmm. China. But like I said... In the cities. Yeah, in the cities, of course. In the rural countryside, no. they don't care about it. But in the cities. But the thing is, then every other year, they're like, no, it's banned. It's a Western evil idea. And you're not allowed to dress up as Santa at the kindergartens anymore. You're not allowed to sing Christmas carols, you know, if you're a teacher. You know, it's up and down. It's really interesting what happened after that. Mm. Because... Oh, yeah, there's one more thing. It says, meanwhile, other popular bloggers stress the importance of remembering China's military heroes during this time. Influential media blogger Zhang uh, Xiaolei 
said it's not Santa Claus who gives you peace. It's the Chinese soldiers. Hashtag Christmas Eve. With this post, he added uh, various pictures showing Chinese soldiers frozen in the snow and depicted from the Battle Lake Changji movie. See how this was not just like a Those one Those are thing. the saddest looking elves I've ever seen in the North Pole. It's yeah. that much. Like, yeah. They're not making any presents. Nope. You know what's funny is mm. that this must have been huge, like a yeah. really big government push because this was not just an isolated post. This was nationwide and they mm. kept saying the same thing. And that's where it always gets creepy is that you can see how powerful someone is and their ideas are yeah. based on how far it spread around the country and how persistent the message is. It's like, yes. it's not Christmas Eve, it's this. Yeah. It's not Christmas Eve, it's this. Don't thank this person, thank the army. Yeah. It was very specific. Yeah, yeah. So you made a video. I did, I made a video that's like China canceled Christmas. Yeah, which as we always do. Yes. Which, I've made a bunch. By the way, if you watch my video, I say that they tried to cancel Christmas but failed. It's right in the beginning I say that because they do try to cancel it. They tried to once again. And the reason I made this video is I've got friends who are teaching in, in China right now. And some of them got messages from their, like, uh, what would you call it? Like the principals and so on of the schools yeah. they work at to say that, you know, this year, not allowed to sing Christmas carols. This year. And I put screenshots in the yeah. in the video. It's like this year we, we have to tone it down, you know, that yeah. we can't put up Christmas decorations and stuff. So they do this every year. It's a government mandate. Yeah, it's a government mandate. It goes out to the schools. Some international schools can get away with it because, yeah. you know, they're not government schools. But the government schools for sure were like, no Christmas this year. Yeah. But of course, they couldn't cancel the Christmas decorations in the malls. Yeah. You know, that type of thing. Yeah. But I put this video out. What happened? It was incredible. Within a week, I had literally 20 or so videos on YouTube from the shills and people like people that do pro like uh, propaganda for the Chinese government saying Christmas isn't canceled. Serpent's Day is a liar. And they like, brought up your video. Cheat. Yeah. And the weird thing is they normally don't mention my name Yeah. because they're not allowed to. Yeah. And they realize that if they mention my name, um, they could get into trouble. Because so, you're not supposed to see your videos yeah, yeah, in China. Exactly. Chinese people are not supposed to know about me or, or they're not allowed to know about me because they might find out some bad truths, Truth. you know. But they were like, Serpent Zedei exposed. Serpent Zedei lies about Christmas. Christmas isn't canceled. And it was so weird because I put out a lot of videos, but I never get a response like this. Both you and I have made at least three videos like about this. About Christmas, yeah. And have never gotten that. But this year, yeah. something, there must have been something that they were told. There was some directive that it's like, you got to go out and refute this, guys. You got to do it. They got together in like Ai Chongqing or something or wherever in some place. And they're like, hey, guys, we're going to have to go out and refute this. Yeah. This is from the top. This is a bad thing. We've yeah. got to make sure that this, you know, and it's just bizarre. Yeah. So what what happened? So I have a, I have a theory. Okay. I think that because of the response that you got, I think that someone really important came up with an idea mm. that we're going to say we're domestically in China, we're going to we're not going to promote Christmas. Yes. And like in the school system, we'll say, no, we don't do this. We celebrate the army. We hate Christmas, all this kind of stuff. But yeah. to the rest of the world, they don't want it to look like that. No. Right. And my theory is that they want other people to look favorably upon China. They don't want to say, oh, they're smashing Christian values or something like this. Yeah. Oh, they're doing this. Like, they hate they hate us. You know, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. You know, that kind of knee-jerk response. They're trying to prevent that by saying, look, no, Christmas is here. Yeah, Christmas. No, it's not canceled. It's fine. Meanwhile, I've got proof and texts yeah. and, and... And all this propaganda. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think my theory was kind of... Uh, Correct. Correct, because of what Hu Shijin said. Okay. okay. 
Uh, Chinese political and social commentator Hu Shijin also weighed in on this issue. On his December 24th social media column, the former Global Times editor-in-chief wrote that there is no problem with Christmas Eve and the second phase offense of Victory Day, both receiving attention on the mm -hmm. same day. Even if younger generations in China view Christmas more as a commercial event rather than a religious one, it's understandable for businesses to capitalize on this period for additional revenue, he wrote. In this era of globalization... Holiday cultures inevitably influence each other. The Chinese government does not actively promote the rise of Western holidays for its own reasons, but they also have no intention to suppress foreign holidays. Some Chinese celebrate Western holidays, and it is their right to do so. They should not face criticism for it, you see? Yeah. So, I mean, this is a top columnist yeah. that has worked hand-in-hand -hand with the Propaganda Bureau in yeah. China, right? Mm -hmm. If he's going out there and saying this, it yeah. validates kind of what we think. Yeah. There must have been some very important person that came up with this dual idea. We're going to show the world that we still have Christmas and it's fine and we're very happy and we love the West. Yeah. Meanwhile, we hate it. And we're yeah. going to not allow people to promote it. Yeah, and we're going to tell people, like, shame people for, you know, celebrating it because they should be celebrating the frozen soldiers. Yes. And the the... Video that you made, which is in line with every other video we've made every year about this exact topic, which was not different or deviating from anything, nope. it was it flew in the face of what they were trying to do, which was obviously a mm. big campaign. So yeah. it's so funny. You got these people that barely know who you are. Yeah. These like random foreigners random, with, like with commenters so under there, which were like, oh, it's part of that organization. Oh, it's yes. part of that department. Yeah, exactly. And we're like, oh my gosh, that must have been a really sore spot for somebody. Yeah. And it makes... It makes complete sense because, look, relationships between America and China have been deteriorating lately, yeah. okay? And so I think they realize that they've pushed it a little bit too far, and sure. they're trying to grab a little bit of it back. They're trying yeah. to backpedal a yeah. little bit. So although on the domestic front, like you say, they're very aggressive about this, and they're like, mm. you know, screw Christmas, yeah, and, uh, you know— you're not allowed to do this and that. They don't want the rest of the world to see that. And that's kind of what we do on this show is we show you the real China, what's actually happening in China, not yeah. the fluff propaganda that goes out there, you know, and what the, the diplomats say and all the other nonsense, what's really happening. And what really happens in China is the directives are given to the schools and the headmasters and the various places to not celebrate Christmas. And especially if you get out of Shanghai or Shenzhen or Beijing, the big cities, in the rural countryside and the smaller towns, you see massive, fierce nationalism around that time of year with the children standing up, pledging to never celebrate Western holidays. Yeah, you if know? you watch my video on Lawa 86, it's called um, Teaching Kids to Hate. Yes, it's a good one. That has all the excerpts of the, from the classrooms of they make these kids say this kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty rough. So anyway, this is kind of an interesting um, phenomenon that there were all these immediate videos attacking me saying that I'm a liar and that, you know, hey, look, you can see Christmas decorations, which, by the way, I did say in my video, which is weird. I think no, they, because they didn't watch They it didn't watch the, the video. Even if they did, what yeah. I suspect is that these people, by the way, did not choose to organically make these videos. Yeah. I think they were told exactly what to say yeah. because all of the videos are identical. They are. And they, they, don't, uh, they don't address anything in your video. Yeah. I know, right? it's weird. It's pretty nuts. Mm. Anyway, there's something weird going on. And definitely, like, we don't want to promote any of those shill channels, obviously. That's no. why we don't show no. them. But it's one of those things that we were... It's worth looking into. Yes, because you know you're you're flying over the target when yeah. you start to get flack. When you get flack like yeah. that, when it's so weird. Yeah, like, there's yeah. so many more serious topics yeah, to Yeah, I cover about. really serious things, and yeah. they went after the Christmas thing. Like, yeah. it was the... the 
I don't know, eighth cardinal sin or something. Yeah, it was nuts. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. yeah, that's that's what you like dig into, and I think we'll. I suspect we'll see because now we know who was. Yeah. you know, probably reached out to, to make videos about that, oh, yeah, about yeah. you. It's pretty, pretty. And now we have, you know, we can understand who's doing it yeah. and probably who they work for. Yes. Right? It's pretty obvious. Yeah, anyway. exactly. Yeah. Let's uh, take a look. What have you got up here? Is this part of worldview? Is this still, uh, this is still Walmart corner? The story of a girl. Uh, let's do this in worldview. Okay. You see how we do that? We now shift from this current segment to another by a press of a button. Worldview, guys, <laughs> where we talk about everything in the world, specifically with regard to China. We've got some good ones for you today. Yeah, so this is, this is this? crazy. So this is this is worrying. <laughs> now I don't want to keep bringing worry. Uh-huh. Um, but very interesting article from Lily Guo. Okay. And uh, Kua, it's spelled, but it's pronounced Guo. Mm-hmm. Um it says, tired of hostile And Kate Candell, don't forget her. I'm sorry, Kate Candell, yeah, I'm sorry. I think the... Oh, Kettle. I was Kettle. reading, I was actually reading it elsewhere, and it was just credited to Lily Guo, sorry. Okay. Uh, tired of hostile Washington, China courts, Indiana, and Minnesota. And actually, that that uh, headline could be expanded. Mm-hmm. So this, this put me onto something really weird. There is uh, this idea that mm-hmm. because of deteriorating relationships between America and China, that means... When the Chinese government decides something, it, it trickles down to everything else, right? Mm-hmm. Those that entity is not allowed to do whatever the Chinese government's not allowed to do, right? Yeah, That's sure. what they said it's bad. Yeah. But in America, because of the state system, right? It's almost like fifty different countries in mm-hmm. one country. Yeah, it right? is. So you can have <clears throat> deteriorating relationships between Beijing and DC, right? Yeah. Let's say Xi Jinping and, and President Biden really are not getting along, right? But you could have states that don't need to listen to President Biden, right? They can come up with their own whatever they want to do. Local mayors, local politicians, you can have governors. All these different entities within a state can come up with what that state's allowed to do and what they're not allowed to do. I mean, think about it like this. And it was something I really had to wrap my head around when I came to America. It's kind of weird. Like you say, each state's its own country. So if you go to a specific state and you want to start a certain kind of business, Mm. so you apply for it and they're like, no, you can't. If you go to the state over and you you say, I want to apply, you know, start Mm. this kind of business, they'll be like, sure, no problem. Because there are different laws in every state. So. Mm When Chinese influence, um, when they try to influence politicians in Washington, D.C., maybe because there's more scrutiny there, um, you know, the American government in Washington, D.C. is like, no, get the hell out of here. But then they go over to like Arkansas or something and they're like, suddenly everyone's like, yeah, sure, come on in. We'll take your bribe. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You know, that kind of thing. So here's the deal. (laughs) There is this um, organization Mm. that I learned about from this. Yeah. And it's called the U.S. Heartland. Uh, let me just pull it up here. Yeah, bring it up. It's called the uh, U.S. Heart- Heartland Mayor's Heartland. Bridge. That's just no. That was like the oh. event. It's called okay. the U.S. Heartland China Association. Okay, and it's a U.S. nonprofit. Uh, Ooh, what do you know? Five hundred one C. Oh, great! Another Every think tank. Time, another freaking nonprofit <laughs> Chinese spy operation on the soil of America. So here's the deal. Yeah. When I looked into this, mm. what it looks like is this bridging this uh, bridge in the gap. It's always oh so yeah. It's like let's work together as long as America, you know, gets the raw end of the deal and China gets the good stuff. And I think the the <laughs> word in the headline's good. It's China courts, right? Mm. What they do is they court local governments and yeah. because it's a way of being like, well, we're not going to deal with DC. Yeah. So hey, we're going to well, court these we local help, governments. We, we help build a, a language school for mm. you. So these mayors, mm. they have been cut off from doing these like cross-border like uh, mm. diplomatic Friendship missions because things. of COVID, yes. right? Yeah. And because of the fact that 
public sentiment for wanting to deal with the Chinese government right now is at an all-time low. Sure. Who in America is in, in the right mind wants to court China right now, right? Sure. The Chinese government has proven time and time again that they have malicious intent for it, for the USA, sure. right? So what happens is you get these like organizations like this US Heartland thing, which is promoting like business cooperations between the two countries and also yes. at a government level. And that's yeah. what's the scary part, right? So I want to read this. Okay, go it for says, it. when mayors from cities, including Carmel, Indiana, and Oxford, uh, Mississippi, went to China recently, they were fed in ways big and small. They test drove the newest electric vehicle models, some with seats that doubled as massage chairs. They were hosted by a deputy provincial governor and treated to aged Mao Tai, which is Baijiu. <laughs> Very expensive. Mao Zedong's yeah. favorite liquor from one of the Chinese officials' private collection. Mm -hmm. Here we go again. Right. Mm -hmm. Typical, like... We're going to give you the most expensive alcohol. And we'll we're going to wine you and dine you, and then we're going to secretly film you with a prostitute yeah, and use yeah. that to you know, get a, a leg over on you. Yeah. It says, their <laughs> counterparts in China, starved of international visitors and potential investors during the four years of the pandemic and border controls, were overjoyed to receive the American mayors, said yeah. Min Fan, executive director of the U.S. Heartland China Association, a U.S. nonprofit that organized a trip for six mayors to five cities in China late last year. Every everywhere we went, whether it was Hong Kong or Wuhan, they didn't ha uh, they hadn't had a delegation like this for a long time. She said, mm -hmm. even more Chinese cities wanted to host them. Fan said, cities were fighting to get in on our itinerary, but that we literally couldn't. Mm -hmm. Right? It sounds like those stupid shill trips those people do all the time. It uh, it does, doesn't you know, it? Then all the local press can turn up and yes, yeah. So it says Chinese provincial and city leaders have for decades appealed to their American counterparts to try and create investment and trade opportunities. Mm -hmm. Those efforts stalled during the coronavirus pandemic are ramping up again with newfound gusto. So here <laughs> we go again. We can be at a level where. The central government in China is like, screw America. We're going to yes. do all this bad stuff. Mm -hmm. The the federal government in America is like, well, for, screw the Chinese government for wanting to do all this stuff, right? Yeah. And they can butt heads. But then they go and find local politicians in America that don't have to answer to anybody. Yeah, right? exactly. And it says... Um, Wine and dine them and... Yeah, these those efforts stalled during the coronavirus pandemic are... Yeah, sorry. Sorry. Um, yeah. Chinese officials are seizing on opportunities to forge, uh, forge ties with mayors and other local American leaders, the kinds of connections that give Beijing leverage against an increasingly hostile government in Washington. Mm -hmm. uh, it says, Chinese diplomats in the U.S. are doing their best to engage in what, the, uh, in what Chinese and American diplomats called subnational diplomacy, an area of new focus for both governments. Subnational yes. diplomacy. It makes total sense. Hey, look, um, this is something that we've both seen with our own eyes. Mm. Um, and it's it's kind of worrying because it's it's a way of like <clears throat> undermining someone's authority. It's kind of like hey, it's like going over someone's head, you know. If you're in a corporation, yes, you know, like corporate politics, like your manager says, no, it's not a good idea to do this. So then they go off to like the, the head office and like say, hey, I want to do this, you know, that type. Of thing. Yeah. So I mean, this is like it's <laughs> yeah. one of those things where everyone could be on the same page, but if you're not voting for the right person or you don't know what policies you're the person you're voting for is, they could just be go literally dealing with the CCP. It's right pretty now. easy. Okay, if you're in your local area, there's some kind of new. Uh, Chinese language cooperation school opening up or something like a Confucius well, I have, Institute. Well, I have an example. Or, oh, you do? 
Mississippi. What, what is this slide, by the way? That's the that's the website. United States Heartland China Association. Oh, okay. It says not all bridges are built of concrete and steel. Equally important bridges are built on friendship, cultural communion, and commercial cooperation. Where these bridges exist, communities flourish. You see how nice this is, and this was nice in like oh. This 08. is always absolute BS because it's always a one-sided bridge that traffic goes one way. The only bridge that exists on the China side is the mayors and stuff going over there and being a wind and dine. Yeah. That's it. They go out and have these lavish like trips and whatnot, but then it's all on America. It's all about America doing the cultural exchange. It's all about people coming to America. It's all about gaining stuff from America. When do these cultural exchanges ever result in anything? Anything coming from China or sending people to China other well, than this? Guess what? What? When this stuff started happening, it yeah. had, it, I was sold on it too. If yeah. you talk to me in 08 and maybe this organization, all this kind of stuff back then, I'd be like, hell yeah, that's yeah. that's great. You bring Chinese culture over to America and maybe we can do like a, an exchange. You can't bring American culture to China. No, you can't. You can't do anything. You can't set up the George Washington Institute of American Culture. No, you can't. You can't have any soft power from America and China. Nope. But China can have as much as they want. And I would love Chinese soft power if it was from the Chinese people. But it's always from the Chinese government. Every it's time. always through organizations like the Confucius Institutes. Yeah. And that's what happens, right? Mm -hmm. And that's what pisses me off the most. For example, Mississippi uh, Governor Tate Reeves, Republican who, who last year dubbed China's ruling Communist Party as an existential threat to America, yeah. correct? Mm -hmm. When signing law restrictions on the use of Chinese technology on state networks, recently approved tax incentives for a $1.9 billion EV battery factory. Yeah, from China. With 10% uh, Chinese ownership from a yeah. Chinese firm. Yeah. And... A quote from uh, Robin Tannehill, mayor of Oxford, which is a nearby town. It says, I think we face challenges of kind of shooting ourselves in the foot by eliminating opportunities because we're scared of them. Okay. When uh, uh, from a town not far from the proposed EV plant who joined the Heartland Mayor's Tour. Mm. Do you see how this is? Yeah. Like you can, we kind of are like America and, and the whole is kind of unified in that. Wow. This whole Chinese government influence operation thing has been really bad. For yeah. the U.S. in mm -hmm. general, most people are on board of that. If you look yeah. at, like at a Pew Research poll, the average American agrees with that. Actually, yeah. the average person in in most countries agree with this, right? But then all of that flies away. That doesn't matter anymore because we've elected people that now want to continue dealing with not China, not a private company in China, but the Chinese government. Yes, that's right. You know, you have to understand that the way China works, it's all guanxi. It's all about connections. Yeah. So when they take these mayors out um, and they show them on these big tours and, and all that, it's about building relationships. But it's not about a relationship like, hey, mate, how are you doing, friend? It's more about like, okay, I've done you a favor. Now you owe me a favor. Yeah. That's how the relationships work. It's like, yeah. hey, you know, like we took you around. We showed you all the best yeah. places. We uh, took care of you, you know. Remember the remember the hotels? Remember what happened there? You yeah. know, remember these expensive things, all these things we did? Um, you know, so, hey, let's let's work on a deal. And so people feel obliged to, you know, yeah. when you're into the, in these kind of relationships. It's kind of like a toxic relationship. It's a, yeah. It's a, but it's, it's like we should have learned from that years ago. Again, I was in full support of as much cooperation with China as possible back in the day. Sure. Was, absolutely. Have, We've learned by now, yeah. and uh, having lived in China. You but, know. I, but I think, like, everyone has learned. Yeah. Like, everyone, this is like the FBI report we were just reading, yeah. right? On uh, CNN or whatever. Yeah. The, uh, all the, the situations where China was uh, preventing all the information about COVID, yeah. right? 
we've been through situation after situation where we've seen the intent of the Chinese government and people are still lining up to do business. Yeah. I don't understand. Well, anyway, we're going to keep a, a close eye on this type of thing and we'll let you guys know more about this. You know, this is... This is a, a concerning thing, and I think it's good for people to understand, okay, that dealing with China right now is not a good idea. And if you have any sway with your local politicians, maybe bring it up with them. Yeah. Maybe show a little bit of disapproval, like why did this congressman or this mayor or this member of government go on a lavish all expenses After they said the CCP is dangerous. Yeah. Why did they go there? What did they do there? <laughs> yeah. Why are they suddenly coming back and wanting <laughs> yeah. to start cooperative product, uh, yeah. like productions and do things Factories, with- State yeah, projects. Yeah, with the Chinese government. Because remember, uh, every single Chinese company, doesn't matter if it's an EV company or if it's if they're making electric fans, it doesn't matter what they do, they all have to answer to the Chinese government. They're all mm. linked to the Chinese government. So, you know, yep. it's just the way it is. Anyway, time for us to move on. Um, our next thing that we're going to talk about, of course, is our Monday show. This is what you missed. <laughs> Killing a goat, blood everywhere. Yeah. They'll kind of string it up. It sounds like a demonic ritual or something. But it's not. You've been there. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Ac acrobatics. It takes a lot of skill to be this absurd. You're walking through there and it's creaking and the moonlight's coming through. There's like a, sure. a man in a cage and they're going, ah! We're like, I'm out of here. Immediately, like, these pigeons just went ape and flew into everyone's faces and there was <laughs> shit flying everywhere. You got a mobile incinerator. You got a mobile incinerator. That's not the convenience you want coming to your door, by the way. Like mobile execution van, ding dong. Not only. Anyone call for an execution? You get executed and then they shove you in the yeah, incinerator. Right, exactly. That's so I know that sounds very weird that we're laughing about that, yeah, but it's yeah. part of something. Yeah. On our last episode of Xiaoban Ho. Yeah, which, by the way, is our VIP show. We have it every single Monday. Uh, if you want to join, if you have the means, we'd love to see you there. Go over to patreon.com forward slash ADV podcasts. Uh, it's always a hoot. It's the kind of place where we can really just uh, shoot the breeze and uh, talk about things we don't normally talk about on YouTube. We have these crazy vote clips. Um, last one was really gross. Uh, yes, it was mm. the worst ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's one of those things. We have vote clips. Whoops. People can decide whether or not they want to see them or not, that kind of thing. It's a lot of fun. So please join us if you have the means. We'd yes. love to see you there. Um, what I wanted to get into next is, is what the, the worldview we're in worldview. We're, right? No, we're still in worldview. I yeah. just wanted to remind everyone of Xiaoban. Now it's very worth going to see. It's an yeah. absolutely hilarious mm -hmm. episode. Uh, what do you got here? Stupid propaganda. Oh, okay. Okay. Now remember, we started the show with that stupid propaganda. Is China in 2050? You know. Yeah. And I get so annoyed at this kind of thing. Okay. This by the, this this. Twitter account is called Historic Vids and it shows historical videos with like millions of followers. It's got they've got 5 million followers. Wow. And so they put out this thing, China creates mini nuclear battery that can last 50 years without recharging. Now, if you look at that, and especially if you're just scrolling, and this is the problem with social media these days, is people like just scroll through and something pops in their mind and they read it for a minute and then it's like imprinted in there. And they're like, "Oh, wow." China must have made this amazing advanced invention. This is amazing. China's so advanced and great. So um, I obviously am very upset because this is absolute bullshit. You know, it is just bullshit. Um, and in fact, I tweeted up there, this absolute BS propaganda garbage being uh, shared by big accounts really annoys me. This nonsense makes people think China just invented something amazing. Wrong. 
They didn't. This is a bunch of BS. So this is something that's been popping up on everyone's... I've been seeing this come up everywhere. Now, luckily, um, EEV blog, which is a very... Uh, well regarded, <laughs> not um, in the archon. No, exactly, but incredibly well because we regarded me something yeah. else on in this in show. the whole electronics yes. uh, sphere. Okay, yeah. uh, somebody who I've been watching for years, somebody mm. who's definitely a, an authority when it comes to electronics mm. and this type of thing is exactly in his wheelhouse. Made a rebuttal. We're going to show you just a minute of that, and the link is below so that you can go see it yourself. But just to prove this, okay? it was already proven that this was nonsense. Do you know why? Why? Look at the post. It's got a wumao. It's got in a wumao in it. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. It's got a Wumao coin. It absolutely does. Let's just show you a little bit. Just And remember, when you're scrolling through Twitter or whatever, Instagram or whatever, TikTok or something, and you see these things come out about these amazing achievements of China, etc., it is propaganda. And it's always garbage. Always. Okay? Here we go. So, so I'm supposed to... I'm 50-year battery. Yeah. Hi. Yes, it's beta voltaic battery time again. Ugh. Tech journalists, can you please stop getting excited about this sort of stuff? It's just absolute yeah, rubbish. Headlines everywhere. <laughs> Everyone flooded my inbox with links to this. Uh, Betavolt says his diamond nuclear battery can power devices for 50 years. Look at this thing. Oh, it's fantastic. China's Betavolt develops 50-year nuclear battery. Nuclear battery, Chinese firm aiming for mass market production. Betavolt successfully develops atomic energy battery for civilian use. A Chinese company unveils a revolutionary wow. nuclear battery with 50-year lifespan. China-based Betavolt develops Green nuclear battery for commercial applications. <laughs> Betavolt achieves miniaturization of atomic batteries for 50-year autonomy. China's nuclear drone can fly forever without needing to land or power up. Beijing startup claims the dawn of nuclear batteries and the potential reshaping of the global economy. What's that you can smell in the headlines? Yeah. Bullshit. Where have we seen beta voltaics before? Oh, that's right, on the EEV blog. Debunked this thing three years ago, the nuclear diamond battery. And uh, just two months ago, well, it turns out the uh, Securities and Exchange Commission just uh, sued that company because uh, they were fraudulent and they admitted it. And well, apparently, um, yeah, that's Gonski. So the half-life of that company, <laughs> it's not as good as their nuclear diamond battery, that's for sure. <laughs> Yeah. So they were they were deemed fraudulent. Yeah, well, this whole nucleic uh, diamond battery nonsense. So I highly suggest if you want to really dig into it is to go watch EV Blog's response, which we've linked down in the description. So you get these accounts with millions of followers that will put something out as fact. Yes. And they don't go through any due diligence. Like, like we get no credit for mm. how many hours we spend finding all of our sources. Yeah. And we have the source joke. Yeah, exactly. Like, What was the source of that battery? Yeah, that, yeah. My source is that I made it the f*** I, I mean, it's just, it's absurd because, okay, historic vids. It's one of those things where you think just by the name of it. And if you look through most of their content, they show like, I don't know, a 1950s video of Marilyn Monroe or something. Or they'll show the Beatles or they'll show... Yeah, World some, War II footage. Yeah, something interesting that's, yeah. you know, about history. Yeah. Okay, I, I'm very skeptical about that account because after that battery thing, I looked through and there's a bunch of questionable things they released. But oh, I've been seeing this a lot. Not yeah. not CCP accounts, not shill accounts, but normal accounts unrelated to Chinese propaganda doing Chinese propaganda yeah. now. 
and they just post this absolute yeah. garbage. By the way, that whole nuclear battery thing, it's just some crap that they made up because there's no prototypes, there's no technical sheets, there's no data. It's just like, well, we've invented this thing and it's going to be able to do this. Like I Sarai could make AI. the same freaking claim. I could say that I've invented, I don't know, something really incredible, like yeah. a shoe that will never wear out. Right. And you're like, oh, really? I'm like, yes. And it's going to be released within 10 years and it's going to revolutionize the shoe market because no one will ever have to buy another pair of shoes And again. it goes viral. And then yeah. you pay a counts to like put it on and i did some crappy cg render of a shoe yeah and say that i've invented the shoe and then what would your source be yeah well my source would quite literally be my source is that i made it the up the exact same as that stupid battery thing it's just they made it up that's the problem is is that i I understand a lot of you in the comments are probably like well who cares because it's just a dumb post but it got millions and millions and millions of views yes you see how this you see how disinfo works and also this idea of this kind of nuclear battery is not something that china came up with anyway it's something that's been around since freaking satellites have them and stuff from the 60s or whatever dude we're talking about like old it's an old idea yeah it's nothing new but the way it's packaged everybody's like, wow, what a amazing... They're like, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's exactly... They're literally like this. Wow, so good. I was thinking they're more like, this is definitely... (laughs) This is definitely what you want, I assure. That whole battery star reminds me of that commercial. It it does. But think about how crazy it is. How many of you, by the way, of our audience were duped by this nuclear battery thing? Because it has been popping up a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how many yeah. of you saw that and in the back of your mind were like, wow, that's interesting. Yes. Yes. <laughs> this is definitely what you want, uh, sure. How many of you actually got duped? This is how Chinese propaganda yeah. works. Yeah. It gets spread out everywhere and it's as if it's fact, you it's know? It's like the... It- is China in 2050? <laughs> yes, it's exactly that. And guess what? It's a bunch of hocus pocus garbage is yeah. what it is at the yeah. end of the day. Yeah. Um, so you can never take this stuff at face value. You yeah. have to do some due diligence yeah. when it comes to these outlandish claims coming from Chinese propaganda and Chinese startup companies and things. Remember they had that whole stem cell thing that the scientists had discovered like all this stem cell yeah. garbage and then it, it he'd written papers and everything it turned out it was nonsense but forever people were like china is really ahead of the game they got the stem cell it's junk it's junk china has to copy everything and they have forever you know ancient technologies from china were great the compass printing apparently paper and what was the other one gunpowder gunpowder yeah great Big fantastic stuff. that was thousands of years ago now in the modern day, unfortunately, modern day China doesn't invent anything. It copies. Taiwan, on the other hand, is great and fantastic. Mm. And they manage to do things. So. Mm. Anyway, uh, just wanted to kind of end it on that nonsense yeah. because I'm sick and tired of this propaganda being taken seriously and big channels or big accounts like that spreading it around as if it's fact. Yeah. Did you see what the did you see what they said? They said China invents nuclear battery. Yeah. And then it's like China turns didn't out not invent to be real. shit. No. You know? China invented a CG drawing of an idea that has existed forever. So and it's it not, got probably hundreds of millions of Yeah, and it's not an invention, bro. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? No. China lied about making something. Anyway, let's move on to our Q&A. It's time for Yamcha. This is the Q&A section of the show where uh, we answer your questions and you question our answers. Guys, it is Friday. I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but Friday is a day of the week. And it is a day where people wind down. You know that? Yeah. 
I was just thinking of a way to massage a, a soundbite in, and just I'm obsessed with the idea, but it can't. It's just it's not gonna work out. Which which one? I just want you to. I was never mind. Don't okay. Yeah. Now you know this is the part of the show where you always try to rush us along. No. So. Oh, shut up. So I thought I'd just uh, bring it to everybody's attention then. This show that we run here, um, we primarily focus on China, you know, uh, and that's why we decided that the name of the show should be not just something out there like China, you know, what's up. We decided the, get this, the China, because it's China's the important part of this whole, you know, name. And then show, because the China show or the China show kind of has a good ring to it. And I think that was a good way for us to, um, you know, rebrand. What do you think? Yeah, excellent. So I'm, you're really like lagging behind here. We should probably answer some questions. It's taking so long. <laughs> we're on schedule here. Yes, exactly. Oh, we're on a schedule. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Says, uh, gave memberships. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charles Womack, it appears to me that she has brought back the socialist education movement back to the PRC. What are the chances that this will turn into the Cultural Revolution 2.0? I don't think it will. I honestly think it's just uh, part and parcel of what China is now. It's a police authoritarian state. Mm-hmm. One of the, it's like North Korea. Yep. Uh, Bud Agagon says, continuing to understand China. Oh, yes. You gotta understand China. What? <laughs> Continuing what? Um, Uh, sorry, going back to it. What are your thoughts on Baofan that reappeared out of nowhere just to resign on all roles? Can I get to understand China? Continue the good fight. We'll continue one. to donate to corporate funds, <laughs> corpo funds. Yes, corporations. Uh, probably some sort of target, I'm well, assuming. You know, the, the banker, right? Yeah, he's big. He's like a billionaire. I understand, but you understand, like, if you he disappear. Di- he disappeared for like a year or something. And but then... then when you bring someone back, you do it to make everyone shut up. Yeah, he, he, he got brought back to resign. So it's like, yeah. yeah, yeah. When there's a bit too much, like, hey, what happened to this really important, yes. very rich man in China? Yes. And when people start to ask too many questions, they're like, all oh, right, let him out of house arrest for a day. Yes. Let's take some pictures. He's going to make a statement, and then we can disappear him properly. Yes. <laughs> That's probably what happened there. Mm-hmm. What's next? Um, blah, 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 blah. I'm trying to find it here. Uh, Koala1203, this Yum Cha segment of the China show is... I'm not reading the rest because I don't want to play it. Okay. Gabriel Keen says... Oh, what? Long pig? Makes me Everyone wants us to read Maybe while I read Super Chats. Pull up the text between the girl and her mom. Okay. Apparently, they're hilarious. Is right. China... In- you, do, you don't I'll, put it in I'll, the background. I'll you do it in the it. background. Uh, Gabriel Keen out. says, tuning in from work. Uh, here's my weekly Mao Tai flavored coffee donation. Can I get a single gold-plated HDR10 piss egg that MP3? This egg that. MP3. Oh yeah, I'll give you one of those. Hang on a second. Um, I can't see. It's like it's very poor quality. Can Honestly, I... make it smaller. And I can. No, no. Can can I ring you in half an hour, forty-five minutes? Okay. You just yes. answer. I'll chat some shit in English. <laughs> That's it. No way, dude! Pull it up. Put it up. Put it up. Okay, I'll put it up. Oh my god! Yeah. This is but amazing. Why did they film that? 
play the segment and then pause it on it so people can be rounded back. By the okay. way, if you're just tuning in, this is yeah. breaking. This is breaking. So this is Chinese this propaganda. Girl, this girl has to do a Chinese propaganda video about going to the countryside. Yeah. She's supposed to invite her mom. Yeah. Now, weirdly, her mom says no as a reply, right? But it shows her phone, which is yeah. the setup for the phone call. Let's yeah. read what the chat it's says. It's insane. Okay. As a place where my parents definitely <laughs> love. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Just go back. I'll go frames. back. <laughs> okay, you ready? Let's yeah. read it. I'll, I'll, let me make this bigger so okay. that we can read it. Ah, where's this mouse gone? It's always like this. Okay, there we go. It says, um, can I ring you in half an hour? She's like, 45 minutes. Okay. It's like... Um, so this is her. You just answer. I'll just chat some shit in English. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Isn't that that's great? incredible that that's... they filmed that and i i would like to believe that she wanted that in there that's hilarious you think so i w- i would hope so because she's obviously has to do this thing for chinese yeah, tv and she knows she yeah. knows what it says yeah i mean props to her if she did that on purpose that's I, so funny i mean i think they just they screwed up because you yeah. know they yeah they didn't understand she didn't think that this would be going like uh, on, you know, anywhere. So Take they... us out. People can't see it. Oh, they can't see it? All right. Mm. I'll get us out of there. Yeah. There's so <laughs> many layers to this video. That's yeah. so funny. Yeah. That's... Oh, my gosh. It just shows you it's a fake conversation. Such a setup. It's a fake conversation. It's all fake. So like, I'm just going to chat some shit in English. They want to film me doing this. You know That's what I mean? Do, do me a favor. <laughs> believable. By the way, yeah. in case you think we've like manufactured this, what was this on China Daily? Yeah, China Daily. Just like something about new countryside or some nonsense. Yeah, I just want a uh, new countryside, right? Yeah, I think. <clears throat> just so I can shout out the video name so that people know. Mm-hmm. Um, something I, about... if I just don't want you know they're going to pull it. Yeah, they probably will. <laughs> you know they're going to break it. But it was recent, right? Yeah, it was very recent. But, you know, they keep pumping up crap. So maybe just yeah, they, search they countryside. Yeah, they do like a million videos, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, here it is. Yeah, beautiful countryside reveals. Okay, so it's called, oh, it only got 200 views. Wow. Well, With you know, this is millions subscribers. of subs- Yeah, they've got how many? A million. A million point seven sub- they have more subscribers than my channel. Yeah. I average 300,000 views per video. They got 200 views. 200. Anyway, it's, they called, got more beautiful, now. it's called beautiful countryside reveals potential of rural areas. Yes, and oh, when was it released? that's so funny. That was released five months ago. Oh, it was five months? I thought yeah. it was a couple of weeks. No. My bad. Yeah. Five months ago, okay. Yeah, but I mean, uh, there it is. It's plain as day. That's Chinese propaganda oh for you. Gosh. It's all that's fake. That's why you guys were bugging me to check that. Thank you very it's much, guys. It's all fake. It's all such a land of shortcuts and facades. Oh, man, I just love that they left that in there. China yeah. Daily, you're so funny. Yeah. You are so funny. You are so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, China Daily. Yeah. Oh, well. Wow. <laughs> Oh let's my uh gosh. let's carry on let's carry on yes and oh by the way that wasn't to go and leave a comment on that video no, it? no no just no, no. so you can see it proof yeah because i think proof. you'll be able to see it more you can clearly. watch the whole thing you'll see it more clearly yeah hang on hi mom well mom i was just thinking it's been such a long time since she do you think she's actually like talking to her mom at that point i think she's just holding the, the camera phone. and Came actually yeah, i'm starting to think she did this on purpose Maybe. In China. Like a pistol. As yeah. a surprise, you and Dad come over and I'll take you to visit the Chinese countryside. You are gonna love it. You are gonna love it. <laughs> no. Uh, no. No. Yeah, sound good? <laughs> Sounds good. Uh. No. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> 
Love you. Miss you. I'm making a. I'll make a bet with you. What? what okay. What's? I don't the know bet? if you'll disagree with me though. Okay. What's Tomor the bet? tomorrow? This video will be gone off of China Daily. Maybe. Or snipped. Maybe. Well, we'll yeah. see because yeah. we have the original. <laughs> yes. Yes, we do. That is. Oh, that's so hilarious. Okay. Well, that was wow. a what good a fight, catch, guys. Good. Good catch. Uh, yeah. yeah and by the way, people are like, "Oh, too bad this won't be in the China Fact Chasers." This clip will be added on to that for yes, sure. Yes. For sure. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. Yeah. We'll make sure. Uh, Jerry Huang says, good news, Winston and Matt. I finally reached 1,000 subscribers on my YouTube channel. Good Excellent job, Excellent job, Huang. man. Great Keep episode last week regarding the Piano Gate incident. Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, Appreciate it. Would love to see your input on that as well, Jerry. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Pleb says, don't worry, Winston. Whatever insect you swallowed is nearly half protein and half fat. Excellent for gains. Yeah. Yeah, nice. why not? The Hindenburg says, uh, Winston drank a serpent from ZA in his bottle. <laughs> no. Aiden says, Aiden Ball says, this is giving off five AI 5G expertise energy. Yep. Boss says, praise be to the membership gifters. I'll give you one of those. Bye. AI 5G expertise, nice. bro. Uh, he wanted a barbecue massage in there. Oh, no. oh, okay. I'll give you one of those. We got ah! Morning Wood says, best for the homeless. I guess that was in relation to what we were saying up there. Mm -hmm. uh, Qual 1203, does that smart traffic light have AI 5G Sarah AI technology? Yes, um, that's what I was thinking. It probably does. Where's Sarah AI here? Yes, uh, Hovik Arnian says, I have thoughtful conversations with traffic lights whenever I run out of meds. <laughs> sure. Yul Young says, uh, "My girlfriend and I were in Philly Chinatown eating and listening to the podcast last week. Mm -hmm. uh, she didn't take too kindly to the Zodiac talk. I'm a dragon and she's a rat. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sucks. Yeah. Tell her we're sorry about that. But yeah. there is definitely a tier list for Chinese zodiacs. Yeah, exactly. And if you're a monkey or a rat or a pig, mm -hmm. I feel like that's pretty low. Yeah, you're low tier." Yeah, and it's only only about your cosmic fortune. It's not mm -hmm. about you as a person. It's just about what what's your lot in life, right? Yeah, yeah. What is your lot? Uh, Turd Ferguson, thank you very much. Kenton Compton. <laughs> no, I was just I took it away. I took it away. I was so, just trying to see what the mom was saying. Like, it's oh, like, what did it say? Some mom? something about like, oh yeah, I think I've got time now. I've got a oh, shower okay. or something. Gotcha. Like that's not whatever. <laughs> it's gonna yeah. I'm just gonna talk some shit in English. Like, it's so I good. It. It's I so good. It. I love yeah. it. So good. Kenton Compton says, hello, fellas. I uh, missed the last couple streams, but glad to be here again. My question, uh, my mother's been visiting more and more all-natural clinics where they do things like tongue and pulse exams, did research, and it's actually TCM. What do I do? Well, I mean, if if it's no harm, no foul, it doesn't matter. Yeah, but yeah. it's going to be a massive waste of money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think that... Uh, at the end of the day, when it comes to people's health, like if somebody believes something's helping, it's, it does. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's just this, remember this? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. you're wet. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, here's the thing. I mean, you're cheap. My, my wife is a Chinese doctor, and I've seen her like in her clinic, and she does that, and they all do that. They like take a person's pulse and then give a diagnosis. You know, it's... Sorry. No, it's, no. yeah, sure, it's lame, but you got to understand that if someone believes in something... Yeah. Yeah. As long as it's not something very serious. As long as they're not doing that in lieu of something else. Yeah, like if right. they've seriously they broken their leg and the bone's sticking out and they're going there and they're like, here, drink hot water. Then you could be like, you know what, let's do something about it. Yeah. But if, it's, if it helps them mentally, um, that very often is a big step towards healing anyway. Yeah. So it's no harm, no foul. But if you've got a like a TCM practitioner that starts to charge a lot of money or try to scam people, you know, that's a different story. So keep yeah. an eye on that. 
Jaina Howell says, with, will the drastic demographic situation in China affect fundamental social change? Will remarriage after divorce become more acceptable? Will parents lessen their expectation of their chi- ch- children's financial support? No. Mm-hmm. I don't think those things will be immediate. I think that'll have repercussions long term. But those expectations yeah. are not... No one will... Because they're not faced with the reality of that until it happens to them specifically. Yes. Society's not going to look at this and be like, we are facing demographic collapse. They no. don't know about it. No, they There's don't. There's no news about yeah. it. It's just China's awesome. And if, you're, if your situation's bad, like you, your property wasn't finished and yeah. you paid for it all the yeah. way, or you are, uh, your son can't f- uh, support you financially... Right, that's just your problem. That's not the government's problem. Yeah, that's just they don't see it you as suck. they don't see it as a societal thing. No, see it as a personal thing. And I can tell you from my own personal experience that the whole like if a woman is divorced, it's incredibly hard to find another husband is very true to this yes. day. Yes, to this sure. day for sure. And even if it, you got a smoking hot like amazing woman or man, it's very difficult. But it's far worse for women. Yeah, for sure. Qual yeah. 3 a foreigner claiming that the Chinese countryside is better than the English one while being oblivious about the sky sounds like dry sand effect to me. Yeah. Dylan says, the blue color painted buildings, truck store fronts in China. What's that specific hue blue colored paint I see everywhere? Yeah. You know what, Dylan? We will use the Swatches app yeah. and we will find, yeah, we'll exactly find out that it's, thing so you can avoid it. That blue it. truck. It's so oh, bad. It's so that gross. tarp. Yes. And the, uh, the tin roof. Yeah. The, the corrugated, corrugated iron. iron. It's like Victorian tar- corrugated iron. It's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we know what you mean. We know what you mean. Propaganda, more like Hong Hong Hong. Yeah. Oh, we haven't had that in a while. We're not having Hong 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 Hong. Mark, I think the parents should go to the Chinese countryside. They got to understand China. No, they said no. No. The computer said yeah, no. What they said? Uh, uh no. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm just gonna talk some shit in English. So the whole thing was just a lie. We the know that. Lie. I mean, yeah, but it was like <laughs> at least so pretend. No, that's yeah. one of the better catches in a while. Yeah, it is. I, I get it. Like at least you could say like, oh, just pretend like you're gonna come over or something. Yeah. You know, or maybe she says like, I'll invite you over, but you know, we'll do it later or something. Yeah. But it just turns out it was just all a lie. Just everything just about shit that. in English. We need to film. Yeah. And parents didn't come over. They never they planned to. I love that they didn't have an excuse for that either in the video. Yeah. They didn't even say a thing. They don't care because it's just about rice rice and high-speed rail propaganda and, and government propaganda about how the this, government's good. Yeah, but this whole thing about the parents didn't even need to exist. Yeah. It is slopaganda. It didn't. It's just because, you know, in China, the whole familial thing is always used as a, like a positive thing, right? Yes. You know, like... Yeah, anyway. The, Mitch says the mom was Australian, by the way. That was a sound effect, <laughs> yeah, by the way. Winston edited the yeah. no. Because they, they cut the audio for no. So Winston yeah. put an Australian one in there for dramatic effect. Yes, exactly. Yes. No. No. Um, <laughs> who said? Thank you much. Love. Oh, good old Australians. <laughs> love and let live. The CCB has deleted China's history and instead made their culture about obsessing over World War II, the Cold War, and how they deserve revenge. Sad. Mm, yeah. Inu Bataan. Um, I guess you didn't finish your sentence. Okay. Uh, Pleb says, I thought the CCCPPCCCCC. This? CPPCC. CPPCC. And Sissy Boys. Yeah, that's what they... They did. did yeah. But they still... There's, there's a lot of fun... Go, a lot of fun happening in the army there. Mm-hmm. Uh, QR. Speaking of uh, Nazis and Jewish people, Nazis actually made a propaganda movie in the 1940s showing how great life was. Uh, the Jews in 
terrorists and yeah yeah, Stat- yeah i've Stat- got i've got that ghetto head yeah we talked about that most of the jews acting in that movie ended up in auschwitz within a few months yeah we talked about that yeah that's what's we see a lot of parallels to xinjiang in yep. uh in china it's yeah why do horrid. you think they always have to show happy uyghurs dancing it's disgusting jay was... not the dancing's disgusting i mean the fact that they forced them to dance yes jay was says have you seen the barcelona recreation of the akira bike does barcelona make good bikes have you ever done the akira slide in real life oh no. every day <laughs> the akira slide <laughs> yeah, can you do sideways with both wheels going at the same time i know someone who probably could yeah that's I true know. yeah we know, know we know someone who jay could. brandon kavanaugh just dropped a video saying the youtube is demanding he blur the faces uh, of the Chinese people in the piano incident. Interesting. Yeah. Leb says, is the crispy s- skin thing... A it's a bit peeping? too late, by the way. You blow them faces, it's like, well, how's it going to help? Because uh, they just want to win something. Yeah, I that's, that's it, you know? Everybody uh, else says, will upload it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone else already uploaded thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of times. Yeah, it's so true. What it, what's going to happen then? Yeah. Does everyone have to blur it now? No. Nope. We'll wait for the notice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pleb, is the crispy thing a Peking duff, duck reference? Probably, yeah. Uh, the best key is says, a nah. like a day keeps the grab hags at bay. Yeah, a like a day. Yeah, guys, please uh, drop a like, you know. What do they say? Gently caress that like button. Um, the, <laughs> if you want to. Uh, Pleb says, shout out to Seamuk's love of, love of Yu-Gi-Oh!, yeah. I absolutely and I unironically do not like Yu-Gi-Oh at all. That is not my gig. It's not that your is thing. Not my thing. You're really. more of a Pokemon guy. Eh. Yeah, you are. Not now. Oh, okay. as a child. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, nah, oh, not really. That's your that's your choice. <laughs> Where's that? Nah. This is our best choice. <laughs> Maybe season one, first games didn't mm. follow up after that. Okay, yeah. 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 Uh, Pleb says the one okayish thing about them targeting the Department of Energy is that it happens to be the best protected U.S. department in general mm. for good reason. Mm. Still worrying now. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Ohms, thank you very much. Lecker says the questions asked in a recent TikTok hearing sounded orchestrated. Congressmen should have inquired about user data instead of corporate ownership. Yeah, we'll have to yeah. look into it. Um, I've seen a little bit of it. been following it a little bit. Pleb says uh, Rob Joyce is a pretty cool guy. Yeah, I liked what he said. Uh, Nigel's Carruthers says, can you two hurry up and read this message already? We're on schedule. I'm sorry. That was r- rude. I withdraw that. Oh, you withdraw it. Okay, good. I withdraw that. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I withdraw it. Honorable Matisha. Andre says, uh, I vaguely remember some hacking like that being the main plot of one of the Die Hard movies. Hollywood sure is a great sort of inspiration. Oh, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Where I can find the sort of imagination. Where? China got their whole Project Volt thunder whatever the uh, volt typhoon from mm-hmm. die hard yeah pleb, maybe pleb says i'd like to congratulate uh you two for reaping more benefit from long pig than the ccp ever could yeah i agree i think That's it's true. necessary makes me irritate at the Schlong pig. And I don't, I can't remember the name. What's the original, the, the original song's name again? I can't, I can't remember. Some stupid song about stupid stuff. No, the original song. Oh, the, oh, the original. <laughs> You're getting tricked. No, sorry. The Taiwanese song. I yeah, forgot the name. Yeah. Uh, we we did cover it on the show. We did show the original event like Mark, way yeah, back. It's there. Mark Carl, in Canada, we don't need better router software. We have the Aurora. It's great. Yes. Yeah. Chef's French kiss, you know. I don't know who that is. Uh, <laughs> Pleb says, was Chang Jing the one where they made bridges with rubber mallets? <laughs> 
<laughs> That's a deep joke. That is a uh, deep cut joke. Yeah. If you're so part funny. of our show, you might remember they did this uh, shill piece where they got yeah. this foreigner. Got the communist leprechaun to pretend yeah, to build yeah. a... Yeah, we've got him around here. Where is he? Uh, he's around here somewhere. There he is. Is that me gold? What the hell are you? I'm a leprechaun, me dear. Here. Yeah, they so. get this guy to go around and dress up like a communist soldier, like a PLA yeah. guy, and they use a rubber mallet to, to hit pretend in nails. to be like hammering, hammering in yeah. nails on the bridge. It was so hilarious. I admire their dedication to drudgery. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just oh, this is Peter Edward. I wanted to give you this in honor of my beloved uh, Chinese Taiwanese mother. I'm very sorry about that. Mm. Um, where are we here? It's doing snap. Got it. Oh, who passed away three years ago today from COVID? I'm very sorry about mm, that. Awful. Um, Hushio san, Hushio san, sorry. Uh, keep up your great work in speaking truth against those responsible for her death. I'm very sorry about that. Yeah, we will. Don't worry. In we, honor we got to her. you. Thank you. you. Thank you very much, Peter. Uh, mm. Tokyo Bobcat. Cyber War is so easily won. Uh, over by the majority of people in government who are so tech illiterate they wouldn't understand it unless they uh, are in the know and gen pop is basically grandmas who don't know how to set the clock on a vcr yeah, yeah. do you know how to set a clock on a vcr uh yeah but it's not universal yeah it's not but um it is difficult for it is. like if you just don't know what you're doing you google it you know i got a bunch of vcrs and i set the clocks on them but it's freaking annoying if there's a power failure or for some reason i Blink, unplug blink. things yeah, it's so annoying to go sit them all because they're all different yes uh minister generalis lamau winston is china's he who shall not be named mm. yeah both of us are actually. yeah skywalker green mickey mouse plus hong hong equals steamboat willy ladisha <laughs> what <laughs> hong, hong, hong. think about honorable magician yes. someone put that mickey mouse magic hat on him yes in the emoji and steamboat willy is the first mickey mouse movie. Yes, wow it's true Incredible. it's kind of interesting yeah uh darth witcher would going phoneless get you in trouble in china you wouldn't be able to do anything it's become that difficult um yeah <laughs> really oh, no pleb pleb no. is a little too good at figuring out like little jokes here and there yeah for example remember our whole saga where we used alabama as the scapegoat for everything yeah, yeah. bad in america mm -hmm. and we stopped and we made amends and we got endorsements from people from alabama <laughs> yeah, that were like state. you guys are chill and you're welcome yeah he says, Arkansas is the new Alabama spread the word. Yeah, hell yes. <laughs> hell yes. Said, it's our new A state. We always go for A states. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean. We'll yeah, to find another A state. Yeah, Alaska will be next. Yeah, but I mean, Alaska's fine. I mean, it's just like. We're, irrelevant, we're, right? Yeah. Where oh, else? crap. I made Alaska the new Alabama. <laughs> no, where else are criminals going to go anyway? You know? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Go hide in the woods. Yeah. Uh, Lecker says, recently a meme surfaced in China. It looks like a hog. It shows a hog-looking she ramming into a porcelain shop that hints at the Chinese economy and smashing everything. Interesting. Hmm. Fortunate Sun. Good morning, guys. Great show. Thank you. Uh, milk. did you see... Yeah, I saw that. There's some snips of me in, in shows. Yeah. Pleb says, not all bridges are built of concrete and steel. Some are built of sand and white rabbit candies. Yeah. <laughs> also, what's your feel on white rabbit candies? I have, a, I have a very special technique for white rabbit candies. What's that? Get them a little warmer. Okay. You can hold them in your in your hand. Right. Or put them on something a little bit warm, like a radiator or something. Mm. And when they... Not like radiator of a car? No, or like in a house. Okay. So, yeah, that kind of heater on the wall. Yeah. 
you have an older house. Yes, with uh, like hot water running yes. through it. You, you know how that works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or if you have a wood fire stove or something. Sure. <laughs> Put it on the wood fire stove. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> sure. Uh, what? These are more. Find someone with a fever more, and put it on their head. Like <laughs> these are more uh, applicable to us. Yeah. <laughs> However. Le- yeah. Leave it in the sun. Yeah. Okay. Now. If you live in the 21st century, sure. maybe put it in the microwave. I don't think that's a good idea. I don't know why I came up with archaic yeah. old technology sure. and magnifying glass. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Uh, anyway, mm-hmm. if you get it a little warmer, not melted, just sure. a little warmer, it's so much tastier. Right. Much, much nicer. White rabbit candies. I, I like them. Like, it's the first time I was introduced to rice paper yeah. when I was a kid. Yeah. You know, I'm like, what is this paper on here? And you can eat it. That was awesome. I like that. Yes. They are nice. Uh, Pleb says, "Don't touch her." Judy is my girlfriend. Oh, You're yes. dear. Judy's no one's girlfriend. Yeah, Judy that's answers. Right. She's her own woman. She, Judy's her own woman. Yeah, you yeah. stay away from her. Yeah, she gets to make her own decisions. Uh, Sci-Fi Wasabi says, "Thanks to your latest episode of Xiaoban Ho, I have unsuccessfully learned how to awkwardly French kiss much older women with extra slug." <laughs> that is yes. not something I slug wanted tongue. to read today, and mm. you don't. You only get to see that if you go to Shaban Ho on patreon.com slash ADV podcast. Yes, that's right. Go check it out. You don't want to. Yeah, you want to. I <laughs> want you to join our show, but you won't want to see what we're talking about. You probably don't. If you, you if you if you watch that and you're happy that you saw that, you're a psycho. I feel like it's one of those things that if you didn't watch it, then you would be losing out on something yeah. very important in, in media. True. In the world. True. That's yeah. a good point. That's a good point. Uh, Sam Marin says, has the CCP tried to threaten your... Uh, yes, they always do. They do. Pleb, uh, inc- incredibly well-regarded is ruined forever. I yeah. know, and that's what sucks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Pleb says, EEV blogs is genuinely dope. Yeah, we thought it yeah. was. At least that video is pretty dope. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Uh, Paul Sankins, lots of cheeky comments in the show today. Thank you, everybody, as well as Winston and Matthew. I thought that was a great episode as well. Yeah. Not because of us. Fun. I thought there was some good material to talk yeah, about yeah, today. Obviously. Uh, Pleb says, F yeah, slow your roll, Winston. <laughs> Akronis, thank you for the gifts. Uh, Grant says, I wasn't, I wasn't the moment. I have no idea what you're talking about. Dragonella says, wow. Nuclear, wow, nuclear batteries. Remember, China also invented the perpetual coffee cup, age-reversing mirror, and time-travel toothbrush. My source? Yeah. Well. Oh, yes. <laughs> my source is that I made it the f*** up. Uh, Yang says, have you seen of the video of the Chinese tank versus the Russian tank? Yeah, that's been around for a while. Patch Zero, can I get a yes corporations from Winston again? Yes, corporations. <laughs> Doc's laughing. I love corporations. Old Doc back again to strongly and in no uncertain terms encourage everyone to have a good weekend yes. and prepare for three shows next week. That is correct. We have two Shabanos next week. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be quite One the of them week. is. It's dicey. Yeah. It's real, di- the diciest. Yeah, so, and I don't uh, mean to. Yeah, I don't mean to like harp on about this, but if you want to see the diciest Shaban Ho episode of all time, and this is confirmed, yes, would you confirm that? I'd say so. Yeah, yeah. Then join uh, the patron. Absolutely, positively, make sure you're joined over there. Yeah, if you were ever on the fence about joining Shaban Ho, <laughs> now's the time because we're having a double whammy <laughs> it's next like week. The, the worst episode to try to p- promote. Yeah, but it's it's <laughs> going to be epic. So it's going to be epic. So yeah, we've got oh, Monday and Wednesday yeah. next week. Because yeah. we're doing a makeup, we missed a Shaban Ho for the yeah. first time. You know, like it's yeah, it's terrible. So Monday, Wednesday, and then of course the Friday show. Yeah. We'll see you then. Join absolutely join you. This is yes, 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 yes. You must like. Uh, this is definitely what you want. I assure. 
Mm-hmm. Silverio Goodwin, have you guys heard about what happened to Evergrande? Yes, we're actually going to talk about it today, but we feel like we've talked about the Evergrande thing too. Isn't it yeah. so stupid how it's like, oh, Evergrande's bankrupt. Oh, Evergrande's yeah, bankrupt. Like, oh, Evergrande's uh, bankrupt. What are the implications? Well, this, I mean, yeah. it's bankrupt. Get it over with. It's Hurry freaking up. bankrupt. Like, stop <laughs> going on about it. It's done. Stop pretending yeah. like it's not. Stop we're not talking about you, up. by the way. Yeah, Severio. obviously not you. We're talking about the Chinese government. It's like, oh, it's bankrupt, but we're just not going to talk about it. 